Welcome, everyone, to episode 188 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey is not with us again. He's uh, he's on the injured reserve for this week's episode. <laughs> Joining Patrick Kane. Joining Patrick Kane, yeah. Uh, hopefully he's back with us next week. Uh, we'll find out how he's done on his 4 in February. I had a few questions I wanted to ask him. I wanted to talk some more Hearthstone with him, too, but... That'll have to wait till next week, hopefully. Uh, today's episode is going to be on the Order 1886, the PS4 exclusive. Will and Eric both played that, right, fellas? Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is nice. Uh, not just Eric. Eric doesn't have to carry the episode himself. No. I never, no, he doesn't. I never like carrying an episode by myself. I was prepared for it. Nice. I took a lot of notes while I played the game so that I didn't have to count on my memory. Yeah. I tried to do that, too. Yeah. And I did the opposite. <laughs> you tried to count on your memory? Mm-hmm. Failed. I have a good recollection of everything. Right, nice. I think it's, we'll find out. It's recent too. I mean, you played it over the weekend. So. Uh, Dan, Monday I could have been a day ago and I forget. Fucking remember. Gotcha. Uh, anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Yeah, uh, I actually I bought Pro Evo Soccer 2015 for the uh, Xbox One uh, Ultimate Game Sale that they had going on. I bought that in Alien Isolation. I did not play Alien, but I did play a lot of Pro Evo. Uh-huh. I played some more uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two. And I think that's it, other than the order. Very nice. What about you, Will? Uh, just more of my big three that I've been playing. <laughs> Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Smash Brothers? Yep. I played, I think, 100 matches of Smash Brothers between last week and this week. Wow. Jesus. Well done. <laughs> I just can't stop. Uh, I got Monster Hunter 4, so we'll be talking a little bit about that. Uh, we're going to do an episode on it probably next week. At the latest, it'll be two weeks from now. But probably next week we'll do our Monster Hunter episode. So uh, I played a little bit of that. Uh, Just Cause 2. Oh, cool. So I can talk about that. I'm interested in that. Uh, Yeah. Well, let's get right into the order. All right. Fellas, let's. uh, Yeah, so the order. uh, Another one of the uh, PlayStation 4 exclusives that was supposed to come out last fall and and got pushed back for for polish or whatever the reasons are. Uh, So developed by Ready at Dawn and Santa Monica Studios. Published by Sony Computer Entertainment, obviously. Uh, it's like an alternate history with the uh, Arthurian lore with the knights, Galahad, and uh, oh, what the hell's the other guy? Percival. 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 Oh, Percival. Those are the two main ones. Um, yeah, and they're set in uh, London, in like a steampunk kind of world, but it's there's like futuristic weapons, which was uh, you know one of the big draws of the game when they were t- first uh, announced it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we talked a little bit about this last week, about the, the negative press that the game had been getting for game length. Mostly game length, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I gathered. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe a couple other things here and there. Um, just to answer that question right off the bat for me, it took me about eight hours to complete. Um, I did look around for... There, there's really not many collectibles. Uh, there are some like audio logs that you can collect. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there's just like newspapers and like pictures that you can look at and flip over and they don't give you too much yeah. towards the story really nothing fancy no so yeah it took me it took me about eight hours um i did it in i want to say three sittings because i kind of had to split my play up a little bit i i, re- I really would recommend if you're going to play this game to do it in one sitting mm-hmm. if you can mm-hmm. um two maximum and i would also recommend to play it at night with some candles lit mm-hmm. and no light with with a little mood set. Yeah, it's funny because that's what I did the first first time I played it. Mm-hmm. My fiance comes down the stairs and she goes, "Oh, I see you set the mood for your video games down here," <laughs> <laughs> insinuating that I don't romance her. Uh huh. 
which is bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, I did. I set the mood for myself with the Order 1886. It's my newfound way that I love playing video games, and I felt like this one especially yeah. like, fits that. It's yeah. an, and it's not even that it's like that scary. Right. It's just kind of a dark, weird feeling, I yeah. guess, to yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Will? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Did you play any at night? I did the first time. Okay. Uh, and like you, I beat it in eight hours. I would okay. beat it in seven, but I had issues on two parts that I mm-hmm. kept dying on. Okay. Which took me about an extra hour of gameplay. But all right, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, it's a, a third person shooter um, with some cover mechanics, and they had they had talked about before the game came out how they wanted to give it like a cinematic feel, like a like a film kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. They really did. It's, I would say, the best-looking game I've ever played. I would agree. It's the best-looking game I've ever seen, I think. It's fucking incredible yeah. how the good graf- the graphics are. The graphics are. were unbelievable from yeah. what I've, saw, I've and seen. That's pretty unanimous with everybody yeah. for, for any faults that anybody has, has pointed out for the game. Um, Gra- graphics, graphics is not, is one, not of one of them by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get started with there. I took notes while I played the game, like I said, and I'm going to just go down through them. I wanted to have them in an order, no pun intended, and (laughs) a specific order and kind of a little more organized, but I did not get around to doing that, so I might jump around a little bit. Um, First one, as I said, uh, amazing graphics. Um, You know how games nowadays like Drive Club, and I think Last of Us had it, and maybe Infamous have a photo mode? Yeah. If ever a game deserved photo mode. Oh, it didn't get a photo mode. It does not have a photo mode. It'll it'll get one eventually, I'm sure. It should, because my god, you could take some awesome pictures. Yeah, this game looks great. Yeah, like I took some screenshots while I was playing it. They didn't come out as great, and I think that's because they did like such a cinematic thing with it. It just they come out kind of blurry. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Hmm. Um and sound design and voice acting were fantastic, I thought. Oh, definitely. Um Soundtrack, also awesome. The music was very fitting for the game and, and really built an atmosphere, I thought. Yeah, music for games is underrated because sometimes people don't really pay attention to it, but it really helped build the mood for it did. specific parts of the game especially. It did. Um, so I, I said it's an interactive experience that I felt that I was a part of the entire time, and I actually kind of enjoyed the split of the gameplay between cinematics and actual gameplay, mm-hmm. I guess you would say. Um, it, ju- it To me, it felt right, and it felt like it fit. I would say like some of the pacing was a little bit slow at times, but for me personally, it wasn't ever really an issue. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why that seems like it's been a, an issue for some other people. Yeah. I listen to other podcasts talk about it. Um, the length was perfect, I thought. For this kind of game, where it's very cinematic and there are large chunks of time where you're not playing it, which is not something I'm ordinarily into. Mm-hmm. Um, like Final Fantasies have always had a lot of cutscenes and like Metal Gear. I've never really gotten into that stuff. Mm-hmm. This had a lot of cutscenes in it, and I never found myself being like, "Jesus, will you just let me play it?" Yeah. Because I felt I felt like it flowed nicely between gameplay where you're shooting in third person and, and covering from from fire. Um, using the different guns and, and doing that stuff, and it just kind of went into a next cinematic. And I, I, I guess I never felt like I wish it had let me play more. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed just, just watching what was going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps with, with the way they set the mood. Like, you were into the story and the characters and I stuff, was. right? So, so that, that helped. The, the, it means something to you when there was a cutscene. 
Yeah, absolutely. The, I thought the characters were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Galahad was an awesome character. He really was. I really liked all the knights that they yeah, focused it, on. Honestly, all the characters were fantastic. Like, the the villains were really good. Um, is it the Chancellor? The Lord Chancellor, yeah. The Lord, the head of the- Lord Chancellor, like... I ended up just really not liking him pretty much right from the beginning, and he, it's just like you really get a feeling for how you feel about these characters. Him and another character, because I don't want to spoil it, yeah. I got the feeling, I'm like, this guy does not seem straight with me here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they definitely did a good job with that. Yep. Um, I said, as far as the ending went, um, I was satisfied with the ending. I didn't think it was fantastic, um, but it left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. And being that this was like a triple-A... Sony exclusive. They everybody seems pretty unanimous that they are going to have more of these games. Yeah, I was going to say I read a few reviews on it just to kind of familiarize myself with the game, and and one of the reviews I read specifically mentioned that that they thought it set up very nicely, and it, at, for it for another one, and it left them wanting another one. I I was so. left wanting another one. Yeah, and I said that uh, when that next one comes out, it's a day one buy for me mm-hmm. for sure. Um, there's definitely some loose ends that they can tie up and it sets up real nicely for sequel. Oh yeah. Um, I would say to people, if you don't ordinarily watch the credits at the end, make sure you stick around for the, for the credits because there is something else that you should see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what basically sets it up for another Yeah, that's game. what sets it up for the next part. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so moving on. On to guns. I wish that you could choose the gun that you use more often because some of the guns were pretty cool, but you really only got to use them like once. Yeah. Um, is it the incinerator? Is it the one that you shoot the like thing? And you then shoot the, the gas and then like make it explode. explode? Yeah, oh, that's the incinerator. I heard about that one. Could you? I think did I only use that once? You? I think or twice. I think there is one you can. T- one time you can pick it up in chapter nine. Okay. Uh, and the other times it's like they only give it one. to you. Yeah, right. they give it to you. Right. So I I do wish that you got to use some of those guns more. Um, I think it would have been a little more fun. But at the same time, I, I enjoyed the normal guns, too. Mm-hmm, me, too. I don't know, just like the assault rifles and the pistols. I thought they felt really nice, um, and they sounded great. Like, the the sound design was fantastic. Um, this is where, I don't know. Okay, the half-breed fights. They were okay. I uh, thought the half-breed fights could have been better. This is actually one of my biggest complaints. I thought they weren't very good. Yeah, I could definitely see that. They're like... They're not hard, first of all. They're see, they built them up like these, like werewolf half breed fights were going to be awesome and yeah. epic. And then when you get into them, it's so it felt so easy and not fun. There's there's two kinds of half breed fights. We should say there's there's uh, ones where you're like in a warehouse. It's kind of the same setting for all of them, which was stupid. Like it, wherever you are, it just makes the half breed fights look the same as the last ones you were in. Yeah, which I should is say weird. the hand to hand ones I liked a lot more. The the QTE ones, the, yeah. So did I. Okay, I liked the quick time of event uh, half breed fights, which were actually against elder half breeds, which are like bigger, stronger half breeds. Um, with quick time events, for whatever reason, I have found in video games that I actually like quick time yeah. events. See, I I I hated them until t- uh, Tomb Raider was the first game I felt that did them very well. Okay. Um, I hated them in in the Assassin's Creed games whenever you're killing animals. That game is just fucking janky anyway. I think that's part of what it was. Uh, Tomb Raider, I thought, did them well. And I have, I mean, I didn't play the Did Order, you play but... Rise? No. Okay. I'm going to. You should. 
See, with me with quick time events, I feel like if I know that they're in the game ahead of time, like I have no issue with it. But if they're like shoehorned, like in Battlefield, like they were for one of the campaign missions, I didn't like it as much because it ca- catches me off guard. But when I know that a game is going to have quick time events, like I'm prepared for it, and yeah. I don't think I failed a quick time event during the game. Like they weren't very hard. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, so so I said the the half breed fights can be intense. I and for whatever reason, even though. I guess you're not really taking as much part in them with the quick time events as you were when you were shooting the half-breeds. I felt like those were a little more intense and scary mm-hmm. than the actual ones where you're shooting a gun. Um, the, the, the ones in the warehouse setting were just, like, repetitive and it, average at best. Basically, the how they work is you're standing in a spot, yeah. and they come around the corner and just run at you, and you can either shoot at them or press X to roll out of the way, and that's just you repeat that the whole time. And if you just stand in a corner... And they just run at you, you just kill them. Yeah. And be done with it. Um, you do have to run over to them after you shoot them enough and hit triangle and it, like, Execute. jabs them. Yeah, executes them with your knife. Um, and like I said, they weren't hard, which kind of made it less scary. Yeah. Where I felt like, like Will said, they kind of built it up as that was going to be a bigger part of the game, was hunting these half-breeds. Um, and it just really wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's it's in the story, but it wasn't you necessarily hunting them and killing a lot of them. There was like maybe two or three times in the entire camp campaign that you would. Yeah, fight I'd say them. total you probably killed three, seven, seven, <laughs> in warehouse setting and what two in quick time events. Yep. So huh. you would have thought more. Yeah. It's you. You kill mostly men and soldiers okay. or rebels, I guess. Um. Yeah. So here is where my notes start for when I was playing through the game. Uh, so, to, to start, I said it had very slow pacing to start off. Um, I'm not sure why they decided to make you walk so damn slowly through the prologue. I <laughs> know, right? Right? Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's got to be a sprint button here. I'm just fucking retarded and I don't know where it is. Yeah. But no, that's just how they set it up and I was a little frustrated with that at first because I had heard that the, that it was, the pacing is slow. So, I, I wasn't thrilled with that right off the bat but uh there does end up being sprint so mm-hmm. don't let that get you too too down yeah um i said i was immediately drawn into the world and the story just solely by the look and the atmosphere of the game like it's incredible yeah. how that game looks yeah oh yeah um i thought the cover combat was worked really well i thought it was smooth and the gun gunplay was fine i've heard other opinions on that and i i really don't know why yeah, no, I agree with you. Even though, as I mentioned, like I had two issues with uh, two different combat scenarios where I kept dying, like I thought it were, worked perfectly for me. There was one time where I it was one of the more frustrating and, and repetitive levels that towards the end of the game where I was it's a stealth mission and I was like sneaking along some bushes and a, a quick time event popped up and I just wasn't ready for it because I didn't think I was in a proximity with the enemy that I needed to be in and I timed it incorrectly. Because you had to time it just right, and I ended up getting killed and had to like kind of restart. That was frustrating, but really, other than that, I didn't have many problems with the cover or anything like that. No. I thought like when you moved to the left or right, the camera usually went with you. Um, when you, you aimed, you aimed where you wanted to when you popped up out of your cover. I, I thought it was pretty well done. The one thing they probably could do better is, you know how Gears of War, I think you would hit X to move to the next cover? Yeah. They could add that. To, oh, to bounce from, from right. one cover to the next cover. Right. They could do that, and they I think it would be a lot better. They had something sort of like that. It's just you had to press two buttons to do it, and I didn't feel like it ever. Yeah, I didn't even know that was in there. I think it was hold down L1 and circle. Okay. Or maybe it's L1 and it's a uh, one of the trigger buttons and then X or circle. Cool. Uh but I never did it. See, but like, again, like 
Gears of War made it so easy. Yeah. Exactly. You hit X. Yeah. In the direction you want to go, and you're still in cover. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's see. The slow motion gunfight scenes were pretty cool. Uh, you, there's only a couple of them, but y- you know how, like, uh, in a Call of Duty or sometimes in Far Cry, you'll bust into a room and it breaks yeah. the slow motion. You have to shoot a few guys before they kill hostages or whatever. There were a couple of those that were really fun. Um, let's see. I enjoyed the first experience with the half-breeds, even though I thought it could have been set up better. Um, yeah, and I said it could have been harder and less repetitive, so I, I mentioned that a couple times in here, it turns out. Uh, the characters were really interesting, each with their own personality. Um, I thought it was kind of cool to see Galahad. I think he kind of like transformed to a lot angrier by the end of the game. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, like, just kind of run down and beaten down. It was kind of cool to see him transform, where in the beginning he was, like, this leader of men and just... Calm and cool. Yeah, calm and collected, and by the end he's just, like, kind of frazzled and he's, like, just fuck everything. Pretty much, yeah. That's kind of neat. I I definitely liked how, like, the four knights interacted with, like, uh, Izzy and Lafayette and everything like that. I thought they all were very... I liked their dynamic, I guess I should say. Yeah, re- really good relationship building and just character building overall. Um, Dan, you would appreciate it, like the some of the historical stuff in it. Yeah. Um, Nik- Nikola Tesla, uh-huh. he's in there. Oh, he runs course. a test lab where they build the the cool weapons that, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, his his thing was electricity. Okay, that that was his his. See, I don't know any area of, of study. Yeah. Okay, I had, knew I had heard the name before. I didn't know what he did. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he builds weapons and. He gives you an instrument to like break electricity. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's cool. But he was a cool character too, and his test lab was awesome. I uh-huh. said it's a place I would love to visit. Nice. So, um, let's see. I said that I think I allowed myself to get immersed into the experience, which made the large lapses of actual gameplay accept- acceptable for me. Like. I- Maybe people were expecting some... Maybe it's good that I saw the shitty reviews before I played it. Yeah, so you know what to expect. Well, not even that, because I didn't read a lot of them. Right. I Maybe my expectations weren't as great going in after I saw the, the, the reviews that it was getting, the scores at the very least. Right. But I thought that the story and the setting was so cool that I just was like totally into the, the whole experience of the game. Mm-hmm. Um. That the when I wasn't playing and shooting things, I didn't care. Same, Even when yeah. I was just running through sewers or, or towns, whatever it was, like I, I didn't. It did not bother me at all. I wasn't taken out of the game by watching the cinematics yeah. at all. Um, so I said, whenever I play something like this game or, or Heavy Rain, which is one of my favorite games ever, or Beyond Two Souls or Rise, I try to get into that mindset of accepting like what the creators of this envisioned for you right. when you're playing it and i do my best to accept that yeah and and realize that it's not like this isn't just a video game like it's a video game is art which we talk about a lot this game is perfect for that like it, it is it's like a movie mm-hmm. and but I, I at the same time i did feel like i played a role in that you know Whereas in, like, Beyond Two Souls, I really didn't. Right. You remember when we did our, our review for that game? Like, I was not into that. I felt like that was nothing more than a movie. Right. It was not an interactive game. Like, they kind of, you know, sold as. It just, it was a movie. Where I felt like in The Order, I actually was playing a game, but a game that was very much like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. 
No, yeah, you're right with that. You know, did you play Beyond Two Souls? I haven't, no. Okay. I'm waiting for it to go on PlayStation Now so I can play it. <laughs> Who knows when that'll be, but... You shouldn't. Ah, yeah, you should. Well, I think I said at the time everyone should play it just yeah, to give it a to shot. appreciate what they tried to do. That and Heavy Rain I've been waiting for. Oh, Heavy Rain you should play regardless. So good. Um, A smaller thing... I thought that the lock-picking mechanic was the best one I've ever used in a video game. How how is it different from the other ones? It's like you hold down L2, I think, Mm -hmm. and then you rotate the right thumbstick until it doesn't vibrate as much, and then you hit R2, and it was just so easy and so simple. You just had to do it like three times, Uh and I never got frustrated with it or anything like that. I don't think I messed up on it at all. It was real simple, and it didn't make you think too much. Because if I had got fucked around with the, the stupid little lock-picking mechanics or the cover mechanics in this game, I wouldn't have liked it nearly as much. Uh-huh. Because that could take you out of a cinematic experience. Yeah. So I thought that was really well done. Just something that I that I picked out of it. Um, and then I said, did I mention the graphics? Yes. Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, I said the gunfights were really fun. There just are not enough of them. Mm-hmm. Um it was so. So, do you think for the next game they should go more more action heavy? Not not too much. Not too much. Just a but little yeah, bit. they should add more because the gun the gun play was fun. Like yeah. the the guns were cool. Um, they should let you or at least give you access to the guns. Uh, like to let, some of the cooler guns. Like pick your weapons before you go out on a mission. Uh, type yeah, of thing. So something along those lines, or at least have them somewhere in the area that you can pick up if you look around for it. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, if you, if you, way different, but if you're playing like a Halo multiplayer map, y- you can go around and you, if you look around enough, you'll find a rocket launcher. Yeah, like, whatever you, what I want to be able to walk around and find the incinerator gun and just use it. Yeah. Or the detonator, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So, yeah, the little more of the gunplay would be nice. Um, this only happened once, but I thought this was really cool too, where they use the touchpad for the PS4, the DualShock 4, as an SOS signal. Oh. Like, you, you hit it or hold it down to send an SOS. Uh-huh. Only happened once, and it was really brief, but I liked it enough to put it in my notes. So, <laughs> nice. um, I actually found the game's linearity to be a nice change of pace from what most of today's games are, like super open world. Yeah. I just, like... It's, it's funny that you say that, because Lord of the Rings War in the North is kind of the same way. And I that was actually something that I liked about the game is I didn't have this big huge world that I had to explore. I could just play the game and experience the story. Yep. Uh, and it like you said, it was a, absolutely a nice change of pace. So I, I know yeah. you're coming from with that. It, it really was like uh, you know like Dragon Age for me. As much as I like that game, after twenty or twenty five hours, I'm just like, all right, like I have too many fucking things to do. Yeah. Like I, I just can't. I can't mm-hmm. do it. For this, I was just like, all right, I, I know where to go. There was only one time where I didn't know exactly what to do, and I figured it out. Um, but Do you remember what part? Yeah, when you're in the like train yard. Yeah, that's it, right. Yeah, you <laughs> exactly. have to push the cart. Yeah. I could not fucking figure out what to do. I was walking around like an idiot. I'm like, yep. what am I supposed to do? I was like trying to follow the character that was with me. Like, is she going to lead me to where I'm supposed to be going? And I'm like just, uh, I was getting so pissed off. But that was the only time that happened. If that happens to anybody else if you play this game, switch the lever, and to the left is a cart you have to push uh-huh. <laughs> in the train yard, and then be done with it. Um, yeah, so I, I actually I did enjoy the linearity of it. kept kept me focused and kept me engrossed in the, the cinema mm-hmm. that was going on. Um, I already talked about that. Oh, 
another small touch that I really liked uh, that I think other games could use, especially like um, like a battlefield online or something like that. When you kill an enemy, a little red X pops up. Because when you shoot them and you just get like a hit on them, it's a white X. A small white X will pop up. But when they're dead, you do, do the kill shot, it's a red X. Yeah. So you know they're dead. Because there were times where enemies are like swarming in in waves and things like that. And it could have been frustrating, you know what I mean? But it feels like you're making progress or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't, didn't notice up, that? I didn't pick up on it. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, thought, I think a lot more games should do something like that. Yeah, plus if you're shooting something and something is in its death throw and you don't need to be shooting it anymore, at least you know that it's, yeah. well, it's dead and it, you don't have to keep shooting it. It was big for me with the, the heavily armored guys that carry like the detonators or the shotguns because oh. they're a pain in the ass. They are. Yeah. And like you kind of have to focus on them because if you don't kill them, uh, they're just going to fuck you up yeah. bad. So there, it just basically became it came down to I would throw whatever grenades I had on me at them and then just hold the trigger down as best I could. And as soon as I saw that red X, I was like, fuck yes, I Dead. killed that bastard. Otherwise, I wouldn't really know. Yeah. So I really liked that. Um, let's see. Uh, just uh, searching the basement of the London hospital with a lantern was really scary. Yeah, it was. <laughs> because all you have is this lantern. Uh-huh. I don't even think you had a handgun at the time. No, you didn't. And you knew there were the... Um... You knew something was happening. Yeah. There was something around. Yeah, there was something around that you're kind of looking for, but you only had a lantern, and it was pitch black, and it was really terrifying, and that was just one of those times where it just set the atmosphere and the mood so well. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, another sequence featuring Galahad, Igraine, and the elder half-breed, the first elder half-breed that you meet in the hospital, was so good. That was. I thought that was an awesome scene, just a great sequence of events. Um the visuals as you repel down the side of an airship when you play this game, or I, if you have played it, you'll know what I'm talking I about. I watched a little part in the, oh, in the airship. Did you see the part where you're repelling down the side no, of it? No, I didn't. That was cool. Like, it's just one of those times where I just stopped, and I was like, this is so good looking. You know what it looked like to me? It looked like an, a really well-animated movie, like uh, like a Pixar movie. Okay. You know, like... Not obviously not a kids, right, right, right. kids cartoony, but it yeah. looked like it was a, a Pixar movie with really good graphics. Right. So after I beat the uh, chapter on the airship, it says I stopped after four hours, and I really couldn't stop thinking about the game, and I just wanted to go back and finish it and play mm-hmm. through it because I just wanted to know what happened, and I was really into the characters, like I said. Oh, I even pointed out in here that I hated the Chancellor. And I don't <laughs> even think they really... Like, I, I think you can tell that he's supposed to be kind of an asshole, but I don't think they try to make him a villain. Do you think? They don't... No, they definitely don't he's make him... He's just, like, a hard-ass. Yeah, you just, like, this guy's not very nice. No, he's just sorta. kind of a prick. Yeah, and real, he, he gives off a bad vibe, but other he, than that... He's, old, like, a real old-fashioned guy that, like, somebody that's never going to kind of evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. Real old-fashioned with how he deals with the Order... And, like, has to follow the rules very strictly, even if there's a reason for him not to. Letter of the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it, that was a little frustrating. Um, the, There's a funeral scene and a council scene after that where the cinematics were so good. Like, it, it's like, not that, quite on, like, a Braveheart level of a movie, but for, a, like, a video game, yeah. it was. I thought they were fantastic scenes. And I was just like, this is this is so good. I'm just loving what's going on here. Um, I already talked about Galahad's character development. 
The chapter in the shipping yard was incredible, I wrote. Yeah. That's chapter nine, for reference. Is that where you're introduced into what's really going on? Yep. Okay. That's the, yeah, when you go to the docks and everything Okay, like it's that. like the big twist in the plot. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, obviously, we don't want to spoil anything for anybody because it's clearly very story-driven. Yeah, but uh, I, I that was really fun. I thought that whole thing was kind of fun. It was a little frustrating trying to find the sniper that was shooting at you. <laughs> yeah, it was. That part was a little frustrating. I didn't know where he was, and I kept trying to shoot him to where, like, it kept kind of taking me a little bit. But yeah. eventually I realized I had to drop down a level. I was doing the same thing. I'm running around like, where the fuck am I supposed to go here? You you finally find it. It's funny the two spots we got caught up in the same thing. But yeah, so chapter nine, Will says, is the shipping yard. I thought that one was really good and fantastic, especially towards the end. Um, So one of the levels that was really frustrating to me, and I don't know what chapter this was, probably nine, or I'm sorry, 10, 11, 12, right in that area. There's 16 chapters for anybody that's wondering. Some of them are really short, though. Yeah, and some of them are only cinematics. So, But they're shorter chapters when they're like that. Um, but one that I found really frustrating was moving through the garden at the United India House. Um, you're supposed to be, like, infiltrating, like, quietly. And that was a stealth one. I'm just really not into stealth all that much, yeah. I've, I've found out. Um, but that one was really repetitive, and because all you're doing is, like, walking around these borders that are supposed to be bushes, and it's just the same thing. You're taking down, like, guard after guard. Like, you do it seven times, and you just have to find one that has a key. And I don't know if it's set up to be the last one that you kill has the key, or if you do kill that one first, you get the key. But I hope it's that way, and I just was unfortunate enough to have to kill all of them. But I have a feeling it's probably the last one that you kill has it. And it was just repetitive, and it didn't need to be as long as it was. And that was the time where I I timed the quick time event wrong and had to restart. Oh, gotcha. So I was like four four guards in out of the seven or so, and I had to restart it because of that. So that was the one time where the, the cover was a little frustrating for me. Um... Yeah, like I said, I, w- I was fairly happy with the ending. Uh, some parts were predictable, some weren't. I didn't see coming some of it. Um, I would say I liked the first half better than I liked the second half. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I guess I would. It was the joy of watching the characters and the the relationships between the characters. Um, I just found the first half a little more enjoyable. But overall, I said I very much enjoyed it for what it is. I think other people should try to do the same thing going in. Um, it could use more actual gameplay, yes, and uh, maybe a boost to the pacing overall here and there. But as a whole, for what it is, I actually thought it was really good. Um, I don't know. I, I If I had to give it a score, I would probably give it like an 8. Yeah, I was going to say, on a, well, not necessarily a score, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how one much 10. would you like it? I would give it an eight. An eight. Um, for what it is, I, I think it's fantastic. I, yeah. I really did. It's my favorite PS4 exclusive. Okay. Easily, I haven't really liked any of the other ones yeah. that I've played. Um, what, 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 what were the other ones? Uh, Infamous, Infamous Killzone, Killzone, okay. um, Drive Club. None of us played. Right. Little Big Planet. I don't think I would like better. Yeah, right. I haven't played that yet, but I don't think. Yeah, it, it's your favorite PS4 exclusive for uh, what? For a another month, couple a of month, weeks, a month and a half. Yeah, till no, Bloodborne. A month. A month. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really think that that there's any doubt that Bloodborne's going to deliver. Yeah. But anyway, that's for another week. <laughs> um, 
And this is another one. I, I know I say this a lot, but of all the games I've ever said this about where this is a great starting point for them to build off of, yep. this is the best one Okay, that I think can have the best future. Uh-huh. Like, if they just put some more gameplay into it and keep those characters building and those relationships building and, and keep that atmosphere and the, the world is fantastic, the, the graphics are fantastic, so they already have that stuff worked out. They just need to tweak some pacing and a little more gameplay, maybe give you a little more option with weapons, uh, maybe a little more variety with enemies, more half-breeds and other things. Um, I think they could really do something awesome mm-hmm. with this series. And yeah. it's something that, yeah, it, it's not a world that you've ever played in before. It's so cool. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited to see what they do in the future with this one. I, as far as recommending it from a consumer standpoint. I was going to ask you, do, do you think it's worth $60? For me, it was worth $60. Okay. But I don't think I would recommend it for everybody for $60. Gotcha. I would say if you have a PS4, you should definitely play this game. But if you are at all skeptical, like if you've played Heavy Rain, Rise, I know that's Xbox One, but if you've played it, or uh, like Beyond Two Souls, and you've liked those games at all, I would say you're probably okay to do so. Uh-huh. Um, I hope I don't lead anybody in the wrong direction on there, yeah. but like two out of those three games I really liked, and I happen to really like this one too, so maybe I just like those kind of games. So like I said, if you are into those games, I think you'll like this one too. Right. If you're at all skeptical, wait until it goes on sale. It I, will go on sale it, at some it point. It will. I don't know what the sales figures were like. I, even with the shitty reviews, I think they'll probably be decent. Yeah. If for only the reason is because it is a PS4 exclusive and people that have a PS4 probably got it regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, so I, I would say wait for most people, unless you like those other kinds of games. Wait until it's 40, 30. I, I think eight hours is okay. Yeah. I really do. Like, for me at this point in my life, that's better for me. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, with the time constraints and, like, trying to play all the games and, and everything like that, having a fiancé and a, a job and all of that shit, like, eight hours was good for me. I if this game was any long, I think it was a perfect length for yeah. this game. I was going to say, if they, like, put anything else into it, it would have felt more filler. Like, to me, I thought the story how it was was concise and good enough for me to enjoy it. Yeah, I I really did. And I I can see where people didn't like it. I can see where you could point out the faults. But I didn't think the faults were nearly as bad as other people did. I really didn't. I I really enjoyed the game a lot. Totally happy with it. I'm fine with spending the $60. Like I said, wouldn't recommend that for most people. Wait till it's 30 or 40, and and I think you'll like it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it's it's one of those games that reviewers just kind of want to pile on? Just, be, I just because I don't think so. I really no. don't think that's the case with this one. I... Me and Eric talked about this, and I said that the game once the review or the the length of the game got out there, I think the game was doomed in reviews. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, whoever the asshole is that put his his playthrough up of five hours or five and a half hours, whatever the case was, that's impressive. Like, yeah, he was rushing through it. First of all, I can't Cle- even... clearly. Rushing through it, not <laughs> looking around at all. Um, and like I said, there's not too many collectibles, but I did want to look at the, the stuff that was lying around to look at just because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, the green, the game looked great. Or there even were, admire the scenery a little bit. Exactly. And yeah. there were a couple of cool little tidbits that they put in there. There's a Sackboy doll. Did you find that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sitting on a shelf. Uh, I took a screenshot of that, and there was something else cool, too, and I can't remember what it was. But just a couple things like that like that he missed out on. When I found Sackboy, I was like, yeah, fucking Sackboy, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, but 
I don't know. The the length for me was good. I, I that that guy really fucked people over. Yeah, him putting that up on YouTube started that whole thing. The game is three hours longer than what he put. For most yeah. people, it's a seven I, or eight hour game. I think how, uh, how long to beat has it like seven and a half. Yeah, for, right. And for, I think for that's about story. that's average for yeah. for most people. I would say, and I don't think that's bad. I mean, I, I realize it doesn't have any replay value yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> it has no multiplayer. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I really am. I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm glad they didn't tack on a crappy multiplayer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and divert resources from, from the actual game. Exactly. I'd rather have no multiplayer yeah. and really enjoy the single player experience than have an okay single player experience and an okay. Or a crappy multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Riz in the chat says average play time right now is around six hours. I would argue that. Yeah. I, I, everything I've seen, it's usually at least seven. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't care either way. This game could have been six hours and I still would have liked it. Yeah. I, I just thought it was that good and that good looking and the whole experience overall was totally worth it for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy with it. Nice. Yeah. What, it, what were your thoughts, Will? What was your... Yeah, I mean, with Eric, if I were to give it a score, I'd give it between a seven and a half and an eight. I really liked it. Uh, a couple of the things that I didn't like, as I said, was the half-breed stuff. I felt like, I know people wanted more gameplay out of it, but I felt like a couple of the encounters dragged on a little too long. Uh, maybe because I died a lot at those and I had to repeat them over and over again, but I just felt like they just kept coming and coming and coming, and I was like, all right, this is minute 15 of me still just shooting at these guys. Like, I wanted to move on. Mm-hmm. Part of it is because I wanted to get it back to Eric, but I felt, as I said, I felt like some of the combat scenarios dragged out a little too long. But other than that, like, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't understand why everybody hated it so much. I really didn't understand it at all. I, I couldn't wait to, to find out what Will thought, so I texted him outside of our group chat. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want yeah. you guys to, to know anything. And uh-huh. he, I just, like, it's, I said that to Will. I said, I don't understand the, the hate that this game is getting. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe people were piling on, Dan. I, th- I, think, right. I think it's a little bit of that. Because, yeah. you know, once, uh, once they get, they, you know, the, I think some... Uh, this is ac- accusatory, but I think maybe once uh, once they realize that people are kind of upset about it, they're like, "Oh, this is a game we can give bad scores to." Yeah, oh, definitely, uh, and get away and get away with it. It, it is definitely one of those games. That it's going to be split opinion, yeah. and I've seen that. Like, I look at comments for on the reviews, and some people are like, "How did you give this game a five? It was fucking amazing." Mm-hmm. And then the next guy is like, "I don't know what you played, but that game fucking sucks." Yeah, like it's just one of those games that's going to be split. And for me, I'm on the side of. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, yeah, and Riz does point out that it boggles his mind that it has over three hours of cutscenes, but uh, didn't bother me. Didn't yeah. take me out of it. it. If anything, it probably brought me into the game more. Yeah. Yeah. And I would argue, uh, like, a game like Metal Gear Solid, aren't those games so heavy in cutscenes? Like, Metal Gear 4? It's been a while. I've, yeah, I haven't played I've... since Metal Gear Solid on the original PlayStation. And I couldn't get through the first part of Metal Gear 4, so I've never played it, but I talked to somebody the other day who has played it, and we were talking about the order. He asked me what I thought, and I told him it did have a lot of cutscenes. And he was like, "Well, so does Metal Gear Four, and that everybody loves that game." Yeah. And I know that's a longer game overall, but I, I don't know. It's you can't say it for one game and, yeah. and well, not cuts, say it for another. Cutscenes are fine too. Like I said, if you're into the game and the story and the characters, exactly. Uh, I've never had an issue with with a lot of cutscenes as long as I like what I'm playing, like the characters, like the story, like the setting, uh, which you obviously did for the yeah. order. So, so there's probably people out there that 
probably didn't like the characters, didn't like the setting, didn't like the story. I don't know how it's possible. Uh, so obviously they're not going to like the three hours worth of cutscenes. Yeah. My favorite part of the game was actually a cutscene. I don't want to talk about it because it's a spoiler uh, for later in the game, but it was my by far my favorite moment of the game. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, t- I told you when we... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to belabor it any longer, but uh, I-, I give it a thumbs up. Wait until it's thirty or forty for most people, though. Yeah, if you're if you're on the fence about that type of yeah. game, probably wait. But yep, if you if you like the the cinematic type of games, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, do we want to go into nibble bits, or do we want to take a break first? Let's take a quick break. Yeah, quick, quick break. break. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll take a quick break and be back with our nibble bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, Ray. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 188 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'll take that a little slower this time. Uh, we are now in our nibble bits, and then we're going to do our weeks. Uh, Eric, why don't you get started with nibble bits? All right, you got it, Daniel. Uh, I've got three this week. Um, and as usual, these are all tweeted mm-hmm. out on our uh, on our Twitter feed if you're interested in reading them a little bit further. Um, I thought this was kind of neat, being that we're all hockey fans and we're we're all at all at least a little interested in the newest NHL game, even though they've sucked the past few years. Every year, I think it might be that that year where it, I, yeah, I buy it when it gets back to NHL eleven. Yep, yeah, it's the game that we swear off every year but continue to buy. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is from GameSpot.com. Uh, it's titled "The Unlikely Story Behind One of Gaming's Greatest Sports Titles," NHL ninety four. Did you know that it was programmed in a cabin in Maine by a guy who didn't know anything about hockey? No, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's incredible. I only read that, and that's as far as I got with it, and I thought, that's tweet-worthy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Wow. But there's a video on, on the link if, you, if anybody's interested in learning a little bit more about that. Um, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> the power of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, for you Grand Theft Auto Five fans... Online heists are coming March 10th, which is really soon. What's Today's the 25th of February. Um, and GTA V did get pushed back again, um, but it's April 14th, mm-hmm. so it's, it's not too far off. But I did I did write, does anyone still care about the online heists? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still deciding on whether or not I want to get it for, for PC or not. I, I haven't quite figured it out yet. It'll be a last-minute decision if I do end up buying it. Like, I know that people are... St- it's still excited about the PC version. Yeah. But the online heist on the consoles, like, is anybody still looking forward to that? I don't know. I don't know. For me personally, I don't think there was enough to that online to keep me involved in it for this long. Right. And to want to go back to it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. And my last one. At, at GDC, Valve is going to be announcing some new hardware, including uh, a revamped controller. So... Oh. Do you know anything about this, Dan, or any idea what they might be looking to... The only thing I know is they they took out... I don't know if you remember the circle pads. Yeah. They took out the one on the left. So okay. it's a, it'll be a standard con- control stick for movement. Okay. But I think the right one is still supposed to be like a circle track pad type of thing, like for, for mouse movements. Okay. Um, but that's the only... I think they took out the touch screen and put in more traditional uh, ABXY buttons. Okay. I think they they they're trying to blend traditional and also but have it have full functionality. Cool. So um that's what I know about it so far. So yeah, they're going to they're going to show off the new controller, um new living room devices, whatever that means, and a Steam virtual reality hardware system. Hmm. So 
things to look forward to at GDC. Yeah, I always like GDC. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's not as it's not as uh, big as like PAX East or PAX or anything like that. But there there'll be some neat technology stuff that that leaks out from that. Uh, I think micro, more Microsoft stuff is coming out at GDC too. I think you're right uh, about about Windows 10 and and gaming. So that'll be probably more DirectX 12. Let's see stuff. if I can pull up a date for GDC. Uh, March second through the sixth. Oh, it's right so around that's the corner. Next week. Yeah, I knew it was coming up. I just didn't know the exact dates. When's nice. PAX? PAX East is really it's soon. Like three weeks, I think. Well, I, I think, think it's, it's at the before end. that, isn't I, it? Is I it? thought it was around the time that GDC was. Yeah, so. I think it's really soon, actually. So it's two weeks away? Sixth through the eighth. Wow. Oh. Okay. So it's right, off, so right it's off, next, off the heels. It's like the end of next week. Yeah. Wow. So the second through the eighth is uh, is is good for gaming. So we shouldn't hurt for nibble bits next week. In no, words. definitely not. It's been, a few, it's been a slow few weeks for, for gaming news. It has. So. So that's all mine did. Okay. Uh, along the lines of, of Steam and Valve, uh, Steam announced that they hit 125 million active accounts. Uh, I don't think they defined what exactly active means. I don't know if that means you have to log in once a week or whatever, or if you have a game purchase or whatever, but uh, still that's some pretty big numbers, 125 uh, million. 125? Yeah. Jeez, that's insane. Uh, they hit a milestone sometime really last year of 8 million people playing online all at the same time. It's crazy. I know I know the one game on Steam that everybody like I think over a million people have been playing at once was Dota 2. Do- yeah, that's no surprise. That's their big Dota 2. All the Valve games are big. Dota 2, Counter-Strike Left and for uh, Dead. uh Left 4 Dead and uh Team Fortress. Yep. They're all pretty pretty high up on the playlist. Cuz it's weird if you go to console and play like any of those, it's all dead. Like yeah. for Left 4 Dead or whatever and like you go to PC and it's just thriving. Yeah. It's weird. That's yeah, good though. Uh, and then my my next one, Sid Meier's Starships launches March twelfth on PC, Mac, and iOS for fifteen bucks. Getting it? Nice. Oh, definitely getting it. Uh, I don't know that much about it, but Sid Meier and Starships is enough to you sell said me fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks, Fuck. PC, Mac, and iOS. That's awesome. I don't know if that's specifically iPads or if that'll work on iPhones too. I'd never looked into that, but uh, and there's supposed to be some tie-ins for Civ Beyond Earth, so we'll see exactly what that entails. And they've probably an, uh, announced it, and I just missed it. But yeah, that's exciting. Fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. I like when when uh, studios do little games like that. I mean, that's how we got Child of Light, you yeah. know, from Ubisoft, is them doing a, a smaller game. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, well, my first one is Kanye West is releasing a game. Uh, it's going to be a, be about his mother going through the gates of heaven. The game is going to uh, coexist with the song Only One. I don't know anything about Kanye West's music, so I don't know anything about that song. And the game has been in development for over six months. Hmm. So Kanye West might be making an appearance at the, the video game awards oh, and taking God. the <laughs> microphone for whatever wins game of the year. Storming the stage. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but my game deserved game of the year. <laughs> But That's funny. The I don't. Are, even, I don't even have anything to say to that. <laughs> the the article's on Destructoid, and there's like a, a radio interview uh, of him talking about it. It's like it, you you have to point his mother towards the light, and like it does stuff within the game. The article said it'll probably be a mobile game. Yeah, but uh, well, Kim Kardashian has her game. Yeah, apparently that's super popular. Weird. I well, it's probably from people who just thought it'd be funny to play it. I almost downloaded it for fun, but you should. You should do a full report on it next want, week. I can do that. If it's free still, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm sure it's free. My, oh, it's got microtransactions. There's no doubt. Okay, I'll download it and check it out. Yeah. 
for the good of the podcast. For the good of the pod. Uh, <laughs> it's always how I justify my Call of Duty purchase. <laughs> for the good of the pod. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, on to more bright news is uh, fans are making a Mother 4 game. I don't know if you saw us, Dan. I know no. Eric hasn't played uh, any of the Mother games. I don't know what Mother is. Uh, it's Except a Danzig song that I really like. It's a, It's Earthbound. Oh. Yeah. Never Japan, played that either. Japan, it's known as Mother. Mother, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And Corey's the other one who played it. I mean, him played the third one a little bit. I don't know if you did. No. No, okay. Well, we got we had to get like... That was, was that the one that was in, supposed to be Nintendo 64? Or was I, that one canceled? That one was... Can, not. It wasn't... That was the first one, I think. Maybe not. No, Nintendo 64 would have been after the Super Nintendo one. This one was on Game Boy Advance, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And it never got ported over. And I had to download the game... And a, some company translated it for free so people could play it, and I got that, and that's how I played it. Gotcha. It was an involved process. But fans are making a Mother 4 game. Some of the gameplay, it looks exactly like a, a Mother game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be free, and they're not accepting donations because I don't think they can. Right. Uh, and a lot of the comments in the Kotaku article were saying, like, I want to give people some, like these people some of my money because they're like doing this, and this is really awesome, but they can't get any money off of it. Yeah, but um, it's free, so there's. I'm gonna download it. It's yeah. gonna come out in the summer, apparently. Um, Is it gonna be run on an emulator? That I don't know. The article didn't say. I didn't right. go to the website. Uh, probably should have get yeah. more information on it. That's fine. But it kind of gets me excited. I, I want to go back and play through Earthbound and then try and play Mother Three because yeah. a lot of people talk about how Mother Three was very emotional. I don't know if Corey beat it. He might. I wish he was here. Yeah. But yeah. That got me excited. Yeah, they were supposed to make one for Nintendo 64. It was going to be Earthbound 64, I think. Yeah, and I saw that it was like it was all 3D. It was kind of yeah. like Super Mario. Yeah, but I think they ended Earthbound. up canceling it. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I do remember seeing that like on YouTube, like videos of the canceled footage. Mm-hmm. But it sucks that series kind of is dead. Yeah, it was a good one. Got a very, very vocal minority of people that love it. Though. Yeah, Earthbound's on the Wii U. I have it. Yeah, I have to go back to it at some it's point. Good. That's all I had, Dan. Okay, how's your week, Will? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. The biggest thing that happened during my week was, you know, going to get a haircut, which, funny, I saw Eric when I walked in. Oh, uh, we were sitting there getting our hairs cut. Nice. Uh, walked in, looked at the, the barber, and I looked down, I saw Eric just sitting there smiling, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is perfect. Shit-eating grin on my face. Nice. So, it made, like, the waiting go by a lot faster. Yeah. We talked a little of the order and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and also, I had an interview for a job, uh-huh. uh, phone interview for Wegmans. So, hoping I get a job so I have some money soon. Mm-hmm. I looked at my bank account and I was like, "Oh, depressing." Yeah. So sad. I had I went to the bank today to put money in because it was so low because I had some money in my wallet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Ugh," but yeah. Other than that, like I haven't done a whole lot. I've been working on the order and uh, my big three as I've as I've coined it. Mm-hmm. That's it, though. Very nice. What about you, Eric? How's your week? Not bad, Dan. Uh, a little disappointing with Arsenal today in the Champions League. Lost at home 3-1 to one against a team they have no business losing against, especially at home, so that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I got sucked pretty heavily into a game I'm going to talk about later on, so that was fun. 
but uh, I don't know. I don't think I did too awful much else. Still been really into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I actually started watching Workaholics again. Love that show. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really funny. I can't remember what season I started watching. I want to say it's three, but there's a scene where they do their their first acid trip. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. not a scene, in the whole episode. Was that when they were in the office the whole time? No. Oh, uh, in the robbers? No, 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 no. That were actually the IT guys. <laughs> no, no, I know which one you're talking about. No, it was okay. not that one. Uh, they're they go to a, they end up going to a hotel. They they had set up their house to be acid proof, is what they called it. <laughs> uh-huh. So like they put dog collars on to shock them if they tried to leave the house, and like they put bubble wrap on the corners of the couches and stuff in case they bang their head on them or anything uh-huh. like that. So they had like acid proof the house. Well, I ended up that the one uh, Anders had to go, like, close a business deal at this hotel at this party. So they ended up, sh- his buddies ended up showing up there with the acid, and it just kind of turns into this clusterfuck <laughs> from there. Um, but that, that show was really funny. It is. I didn't realize good. how good it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's that's really about it, Dan. Okay. Played a lot of video games, though. Nice. To talk about. Yeah, I played a fair amount of video games myself. The only thing I did this week is I uh, went to Buffalo for the Sabres Predators game. How was it? It was good. Um, it was a lot of fun. We went to the Pearl Street beforehand. Like oh, we I was wondering do. if you did. Yep. Uh, I got I got the Ditch Digger Burger, which is the uh, burger with the onion rings and bacon and barbecue sauce on it. And I got the Street Brawler beer, which is the oatmeal stout. That's a hefty one. It's a good one. Uh, it was perfect because it was frigid up there. Yeah. Um, they were having wind chill advisory. Uh, it was probably like 20 below zero with the wind chill and stuff. Were you in shorts? No, I didn't. I wore <laughs> pants. Uh, I'm glad I didn't wear shorts because especially like walking out of the arena after the game. Dude, yeah. it was awful. unbelievably cold. I, 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 I couldn't feel my fingers when we got back to the car, and I'm usually – Fairly good about that sort of stuff. So yeah, uh, the game was was good. It was uh, very close. Uh, Buffalo scored what? It was at the right before the end of the second period, and I was like, oh, because I told Eric I was afraid they were going to lose. I really was. Big afraid. Hutz was in that. Big. Well, it it wasn't his. wouldn't wasn't his fault at all. He actually played pretty well. Um, Buffalo scored a nice goal right before the end of the second, right before the end of the second period. You just got the feeling. Um, third period. Yeah. Well, I, I had the feeling before we, like I said, when I found out, I had the feeling we were going to lose. It just set up for a game that Nashville was going to lose. So I was like, oh crap. So they had gone like, oh, for five on the power play and they got a power play. I think with those like five minutes left in the third. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter because Nashville can't score on the power play anyway. Uh, they had controlled the game, most of the game. Um, I think that the whole game, Buffalo had like 17 shots. So, yeah, it's, in Nashville. that's a lot. And well, they, they, I think through through two periods, they had seven shots. Um, I think the third period, they kind of put on a, put on some offense. And, and I think they had... Put on ten, a real show, I huh? think they had 10 shots in the third period. But uh, Nashville had like 38 shots on goal and I controlled the puck most of the game. Um, but I'll tell you what, Neuvert, Neuvert... He's really fucking things up, dude. <laughs> he was unbelievable. They won again last night. I know they won four to two. They won big. He made not only made some highlight real saves against Nashville, but uh, positionally he was always in the right spot to make a save, uh, and he didn't give up any any really meaty bad rebounds. He was fantastic. I well, I knew you didn't have your. I didn't think you had your device mm. with you, and I I wanted to say something to you, so I ended up texting your wife. Yeah. And 
I was on Twitter that night looking at what people were saying, and yeah. everybody was like, we need to trade Neuvert. Yeah. He's messing he's, everything he's gonna, up. He's going to screw us over. We're not going to lose all of our games now. <laughs> yeah, he was great. I was I was so. very, very impressed with Neuvert. Uh, so they went into overtime. Uh, did Buffalo take a penalty in overtime? I think Buffalo took a penalty know. in overtime. Uh, Nashville was one for seven on the power play the whole game. That's got to improve. <laughs> seven power plays? Seven power plays. <laughs> Who was taking all these penalties? Um, Doesn't matter. I think Gergensen's had two. Maybe. Gergs. I was impressed by him. He's he's a good hockey player. He's a damn good hockey player, Dan. Uh, I was also imp- impressed, obviously, with Neuver. Uh, Ristolainen, I thought, was pretty good, too. He's he's a good physical defenseman. He's going to have to be because it looks like that Zadorov that they took in the first round with him mm-hmm. is a prick. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's pulling the usual. Yeah. Uh, the, like we've talked about those those Russian hockey players for whatever, just don't put the effort in. Yeah, a lot of I don't know what it is, but he's gotten suspended a couple times now mm-hmm. for things off the ice. Oh, and suspended like by not, the team. Yeah, oh. not showing up, and now there's talks of trading him, and it, it's upsetting because like him, him and Ristolainen have been paired together all year, and like they're supposed to be the next pairing, and like that sucks, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so they went into the shootout, and I was like, oh great, we're gonna lose. Uh, Nashville's not historically good in the shootout. They're a little bit better this year. Uh, but but Hutton, our, our backup goalie, is not as good in the shootout, obviously, as as Pecorine, But Yeah. Uh, Philip Forsberg ended up uh, scoring the game-winning shootout goal. The picture that your wife got of Forsberg skating in was yeah, amazing. Yeah, she took a lot of great great photos. Uh, and it was, it was a good time. Uh, there was probably like 8 to 10 Predators fans per section. Hey. Uh, we were, we were kind of – we were like – 10 rows from the ice too which was awesome really close um but i we were kind of in the corporate section uh you okay. could tell a lot of the people there were there with uh their company's tickets mm-hmm. and they were just drinking beer and, and shooting, weren't you shooting the shit <laughs> yeah i guess i was uh, uh on a company trip <laughs> company trip. um so that was that was cool uh no one, no one gave us a hard time, good. which was also good. But you know, I really think that the the Buffalo fans are pretty respectful. Yeah, even even the football fans, like they're a hardcore group of fans, obviously, mm-hmm. but like they're they're pretty reasonable for the most part. You, you will get your occasional college yeah. kid yeah, that yeah. goes to a Bills game and gets shit faced and falls off, wants railing. to be the biggest guy in the room, and like yeah. or will like vomit on you or something like that. But like for That's the most part, occasion. like they're they're pretty respectful as long as you're not. Being over the top, yeah. There was a uh, there was a Predators fan that was like two rows from the front that was kind of loud and obnoxious, and he probably got some 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 uh, crap, crap yelled at him. But he was he was obnoxious, yeah. Um, so he he would have deserved it. But it was, it was it's always fun to go to a live game, even if they had lost. It was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love love live hockey. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I joked when we were walking out, like, my, you know, my chubby heart can't handle games like that. <laughs> Hear that. So, uh, Well, you just, you don't want to lose to Buffalo right now. I don't want to lose, period. Yeah, that's I true. don't want you to lose to Buffalo. And I know but I know Eric wanted Buffalo to lose because <laughs> Buffalo, you know, they'll have a better chance of getting the first overall pick that way. Mm-hmm. Our, so our, I, our Lord and Savior. I, I think there was, yeah, exactly. I think there was a lot of people around us that were kind of thinking the same thing, like, we don't want to win games. Like I think everybody's thinking about um, there. There are some people there that wanted them to win. Like I, I can imagine the people that don't go to games that often. Yeah. Maybe that that want to see see a win. But I they think a pre- lot of the people around us were like, I just they don't have that futuristic look. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're 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 playing for for the draft pick. You know. 
So this actually reminds me, Jack Eichel got into some trouble. He did. What did he do? He was shotgunning beers out of a trophy, a college trophy for hockey. <laughs> so what? Uh, they're just talking about like they're laughing on the American Wyshynski podcast about. It. They're like, that's pretty funny. Like that's what kind of like what Patrick Kane was doing. Yeah. They're, like the other thing is like just parties like Kaner. That's all. <laughs> he's just like just be smarter about it. Like we all know you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> USA hockey. Exactly. That's what we do. They're talking about uh, McDavid's campaign for first round pick should be. McDavid is an ice rat and loves his mother. Jack Eichel <laughs> chokes beers out of a trophy. <laughs> nice. Uh, is there any debate over the two, though, really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is, is there? there? Yeah, debate between which is be- who's better? Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. There's really? tons of debate. Yeah. Huh. I, I thought it was pretty unanimous. No, the, I thought it was too until like I started like really looking into it more. There's a lot of people who think Eichel's better. <laughs> but, I mean... The first two picks, whatever, they're both going to be great. The first yeah. ten picks are going to be great. Huh. But that was just something funny that I saw. I saw the picture, too, of yeah. him doing it. It's pretty funny. Nice. But, yeah, Nashville had a bad week last week. They got crushed by the Islanders. They lost to Philadelphia. They had no uh, – in, in overtime, uh, it was a shootout. They had no business getting a point out of that game, though. They got just – Outplayed. Oh, so I think uh, Philadelphia, like, doubled their shots. Wow. Um, wow. So – yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty bad game to watch. They they squeaked two goals by the Rob Zepp, yeah, who's a thirty three year old who's only played like six NHL games. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why they were able to get a point out of it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, they, who'd they beat yesterday? Five one uh, or whatever. Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. So yeah, they're getting back on track. They were at home. That's what it was. That's, that's the difference. Is they're they've only got four losses all season at home. They need that home ice. So yeah, that well, that's exactly that's we were talking earlier about. Um, you know, playoffs, and I I want to get first overall because I want home ice advantage because <laughs> it, it. it's a yeah it's a big a big deal for for Nashville because they're they play so much better at home. Yeah. Um. So. How's Cody Franson and Santarelli been playing? Good. Good. Yeah, I think Franson had the assist on uh, Ribeiro's goal in okay. Buffalo. So yeah, I mean they 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 need to, or especially Franson needs to get used to his defensive partner. But yeah, who's um, he paired with? Ekholm. Okay. For now, but I think he's going to be paired with uh, Seth Jones once Ryan Ellis comes back because Ellis and Ekholm were were a pair. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But I love live hockey games. It's so fun. Nothing better. Um, Glad to hear you escaped uh, Pearl Street without food poisoning. Yeah. No, (laughs) I I, I haven't had any any issues there. Um, I love their beer, too. I was hoping you'd try the Don Cherry wheat. I've had that. Oh, you have. Yeah, that's. Oh, you at the wedding you yep. went to. That's I right. went to a wedding there, three like maybe three years ago, and I pretty much tried everything they had. <laughs> um, oh boy! And you know, some of them I had doubles. I think the cherry wheat is one I had double. The the blueberry blonde ale I think is one I had doubles of. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I went with the the oatmeal stout because it was really cold out, and I wanted something like hearty. Something you know? hearty. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, I also really like stouts. Yep. I know you're not as big of a fan of stouts, Eric. Well, I don't know. I- I've tried two oatmeal stouts now. I've liked both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends. Yeah. I mean, it's not – you don't drink a stout in the summer, but in the wintertime no. or early spring, like St. Paddy's Day with Guinness, so good. I know you don't like Guinness, right? I don't like yeah. Guinness, unless it's in an Irish car bomb. Right. Well, Then yeah. I do. Of course. Then I'll take it right down. Nice. Uh, so that's all I have. Um. Yeah, let's get into what we played. Why not? 
Will's going to check the time real quick. Yeah. Uh, so the I'll I'll start the first game I played. It was on my 3ds before I got the account thing all set up, and before I was finally able to get my hands on Monster Hunter was New Super Mario Brothers Two, uh, which I beat. Oh, hey. nice! Thank dude. you. Uh, I just kind of rushed through it. I actually already started it like a while ago. Whenever we bought it, I was in the second world. Uh, and like I said, I didn't have anything to play on the new 3DS, and I wanted to play it, so I just kind of rushed through. It's actually really easy uh, as compared to New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Um, the whole idea of it is just to collect as many coins as you can. Like I guess the the ultimate goal is to collect a million coins in the game. Uh, and I, you know, I beat it. It was like I said, fairly easy. Um, I think I only collected maybe 30,000 coins, so I wasn't even close to a million, but wow, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I really, yeah, I, I, I don't think I like the new Super Mario Brothers games that much yeah. after the first new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's better platformers out there. Like I said, I was mostly just playing it because I wanted to play my new 3DS. Yeah. So uh, so I played that. Uh, Monster Hunter 4. Eric, let's talk a little Monster Hunter 4. Uh, before we get into that, Dan. Yes. A little piece got? of feedback around that. Yes. From Travis. Yep. Um, on our Facebook. He says, um, I have a question about Monster Hunter 4. I know you're going to do a whole episode on it, but if you could give me a quick answer, I'd really appreciate it. Listening to you guys talk about Monster Hunter, it sounds like a game I would very much enjoy. So I downloaded the demo. The demo to this game is nothing like what you guys describe. Basically, all you do is follow a trail to the monster and just hit X and Y a whole bunch of times. The monster runs away. You follow it and hit X and Y a bunch more times. So my question is, is the demo a bad representation of the game? Because I got very bored playing the demo. I didn't even finish, finish killing the monster in it. Which To which you answered, yes. It well, is a bad representation. I, and I didn't play the demo. Yeah. Did you? No, I didn't play the demo either. Okay, so I guess we can't officially say it is because none of us played it as far as I know. The, Maybe Corey did. Yeah. Um, but my, my answer to him was... Being like that, this game is so long, and you can sink hundreds of hours into it, and there's there's so many things you can do to it. Yeah, there's way, there's way more to it than just the fighting, and like like I don't know if it just drops you in to hunt a monster. Like without that context of what what exactly you're supposed to be doing, I can see how that would be. Uh, also, no training without, without like an actual quest. Yeah, and also with no training on on the weapons that you use. Like right. that was really important for me. Learning the game was was the weapon training that you do at the beginning mm-hmm. for the level one level one uh, missions. Yeah, there's that, and and also like your effectiveness when you're fighting. Part part of the allure to that game is that you can't lock onto the monsters unless it's a boss. Right. Like just the regular monsters that are around, you can't lock onto them. So it's your it's your ability to actually hit them. Yeah. And that builds up a meter that allows you to attack more powerfully and in like combos. That's that's with your weapon. Oh, is that just my it's, weapon? It's different for every weapon. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't even know okay, that. Okay, okay. Wow. My my weapon is the ba- uh, battle horn. Okay. Uh, I think I think it's called. I feel like it's called something different. But what the way my weapon works is, uh, whenever I do an attack, it it quote unquote plays a note. And if you play the play a certain amount of notes, like I I push the right bumper button, and that'll play a song, which gives me a, a buff of some sort. So. Uh, like if I, if I do two red attacks and a white attack and then play, play the horn, then it'll, it'll, I'll get an attack buff. Okay. 
Uh, so that's how that's how the horn works, and I ended up really liking the way the the, the horn moves and you swing. That's it awesome. And I didn't know I, they all had different stuff. Yeah, like that. I think there's 16 different weapons, and they all yeah. handle very very differently. So uh, one of the things you're going to want to try, Travis, when you when you actually get the game, if you get the game, I meant to tell him too. The Wii U has Monster Hunter Three. Uh, you could probably find that for cheap now if if you wanted to play that instead. On that note, I will say that most people that are like veterans to this series say that four is the best starting point if you've never played. I could see that. Uh, the the I played Monster Hunter three for maybe like thirty hours. Okay, uh, and there was a lot I didn't like about it. Monster Hunter four is definitely better. Okay, from what I've played so far. Uh, but yeah, like when when you first start the game, like it gives you a quest to go in and test a weapon against a, a thing, uh, I don't know, like a, a dinosaur type of thing, uh, just to figure out what weapon you like. And I tried three or four of those before I found the battle horn, and that's ultimately what I ended up picking. Um, it's kind of slow to attack, so you gotta you really have to use your skill and and maneuverability as as a player to to set yourself up for for good attacks it's you do it's definitely a, a more skill based than anything i've ever played really uh in that in that type of type of genre i guess yeah um, i i would second that yeah uh but i absolutely love it so far i do too it's so good um but yeah but just back to this question i i would say like i said it, since it's such a long game and there's so many hours you can put into it and like crafting and upgrading and all the different weapons like Dan was just saying like and they all do different things the multiplayer aspect to it which we'll talk about in a second mm-hmm. um I would say a demo for that kind it, of game is probably not that great no it took me like probably five or six hours to figure everything out okay. uh, all the, the did you do an expedition yet no yeah that that's another another gameplay type that that you can do and there's so many different items to use and, and for boosts and crafting and yeah, I have I, a ton of items and I don't even know what any of them do except for like three of them yeah well I'll show you a, a trick when we when we uh take a break i I did purchase like a, a combining book mm-hmm. on Combo there book um I've gone online and saved a bunch of Monster Hunter guides to my uh, phone, just like that I'll look at at some point, just yeah. for shits and giggles, yeah, to help me along the way. But it, it's 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 in depth. There's, there's a, a lot. There's a lot of stuff. To a it. lot to it. Definitely. Uh, since I don't own the game, and you guys say that I would like it a lot, I'll try out the demo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, see what you think. Yeah, and then give give him another answer. Yeah. So it is good. It's very good. I I would ask Travis, I like how long is the demo? Is it timed? Like, is it just one quest? Like, you know, I, I guess those would be important things to know about yeah. the demo for a game like that. Yeah, I really can't see it going, in, like, for a demo going in depth about all the different crafting and, no. and all the weapons and, and upgrading and forging. And, yeah, I just can't see it covering all that in a demo. And, and also part of the allure to Monster, the Monster Hunter series, from, from what I gather, is, like, the awesome monsters that you end up fighting like yeah. the later you get into it and yep. and I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun doing that like in the multiplayer setting yeah i've had some pretty epic battles so have far have you oh, yeah. see i've only played 6 hours um i'm at the first boss fight which is the great jaggy mm-hmm. um that's as far as i've gotten but uh dan and i finally got around after we got our accounts set up to to trying multiplayer um and I think it was okay just because we're like ex- we're experienced gamers and we've we've been around the block with these things and we yeah. know how janky Nintendo can be. Uh-huh. So we were able to figure out how to get into a multiplayer thing <laughs> fairly well. Yeah. Uh for so- somebody who maybe has not played as much, it might be a pretty big pain in the ass. But once you finally do figure it out, um 
it's fun. Like Dan and I hunted a great jaggy, uh-huh. and uh, it was fun. Like I don't know what else to say. Like that's what video games are supposed to be. They're supposed yeah. to be a good time, and that's yep. what it was. So and I'm looking forward to when Will gets it and Corey gets it, and we can go on these four player hunts and I'm get think- to these big monsters. I'm thinking we're probably gonna have to like get on Skype with each other so we yeah. can communicate. Because yeah. really, right. I don't think there's a voice chat option for it. Uh, but you are probably gonna want to communicate if you're if you're taking down something big. Sure. And uh, another thing that I really like is my little sidekick, my little cat, yep. who I, which I named Izzy, Izzy, which is my dog's name, uh-huh. and my dog is kind of cat-like, so that's <laughs> why I named it Izzy. Nice. Yeah, the, your little cat companion will like help you yeah. in battles and stuff, and they have abilities too that you use when, that you get when you're when you cook food before you go out on a hunt. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And they they get some cool costumes. I dressed mine as Luigi. Yeah. I was happy to see that Dan had dressed his as Mario. Yep, I picked Mario. Costume. So when we went on our hunt, we had Mario and Luigi cats. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, do, what kind of weapon does yours have? Mine has a hammer. The that hammer. It throws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The hammer, and then I think he threw. I think he might have a throw a boomerang. A boomerang. Yep. Mine's the same. So I don't know that there's as much to equip your your cat companion with as there is with your own character. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, because I'm in the ne- the second, like, city. Okay. And uh, I don't think I've come across more there? stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you have, like, maybe one more, like, story mission that you could do to get there. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's good stuff. Cool. But, yeah, we're going to do an episode. Hopefully next week, maybe the week after at the latest, we'll, we'll have an episode on yeah, Monster Hunter. And maybe we can do some more multiplayer and, yeah. like, get a good feel for it and kind of explain to people how to do it yeah. to make it a little bit easier for you. Yep. <laughs> I don't even feel comfortable explaining it at this point, so. Yeah. Maybe we can get into that a little bit more this week. Uh, so, yeah, that's Monster Hunter 4. I, I, I love it so far. Um, it's distracted me a little bit from my 4 in February, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so I played Lord of the Rings War in the North, which I beat. Yeah, good dance. Nice. Thank you. I ended up liking it a lot better than I thought I would. Uh, like Eric talked about with uh, The Order earlier in the episode, I kind of liked the narrow scope of the game, uh, the the linear, fo- more focused, focused story. Uh, it was just nice to just go and fight things and experience the story in a game as opposed to having in this huge open world uh, getting distracted yeah because i because i very easily get distracted in open worlds on doing side stuff mm-hmm. uh which i'm having trouble with with my next game that i'm gonna <laughs> talk about uh-oh <laughs> um knew that was gonna happen yeah the only the only issue i ended up with having with lord of the rings is the weird equip equipping stuff uh and i i didn't figure this out until about halfway through but like before you like log into the game, you have to pick what character you want to use. So I mostly spent time playing as far in the dwarf. He's kind of the heavy melee character. Um, so I would, you know, I would tank basically. I would, I would draw all the orcs towards me and do my spin attacks and whatnot and, and try to suck up the damage. Well, if you want to level up the characters, you have to log in as them before you start the game and then log back out. But you have to save right after it's, it's such a pain in the ass. Wow. So, uh, so at the beginning of the game, I bought some su- some stuff to put on my characters, um, you know, to upgrade their equipment too while I was leveling them up. Well, it turns out that that stuff only transfers if you actually play as that character. So the stuff that I – like because you can – when when you pick up stuff or buy stuff as your – like my, my main was Farin, you can give it to those characters to equip and they'll equip it. Uh, but when you log into the characters, they have equipment that you only bought for them when you 
play it as them. Like, uh, so, uh, so, that, I, so I looted, that, I looted a really good bow for for the Aradan. Yeah. Uh, and, and I gave it to him, and he equipped it. But if I was to go as, and play as Aradan, he wouldn't have that equipped. He would ha- still have the starting equipment what? or stuff that I that I bought with him for him. Why would they do it. that? I don't know. It makes no sense, and it's so confusing. And like I said, it took me about halfway through the game to figure that out. So were they not just helping at all? Like they were really weak and everything like no, that? No, cause we, because because when I was playing as Farn, when I give them stuff, they would still equip it. Okay. But if I ever went to play as them, they okay. wouldn't have that stuff equipped for whatever reason. I, I don't weird. know. I don't know wh- what the thought process pro- process was for that, but it was so confusing and frustrating. But ultimately, I like I like the game. I didn't have any of the technical issues that Corey had with it. That's true. Um, not it didn't crash on me once. It ran great. I think I had one time where my one of my characters got stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you proceed to the next like area, it like warps your party to you if they're not to you. Okay. Um. But yeah, I thought it was it was pretty good. Um. If I had to score it, it'd probably I'd probably give it like an eight out of ten. Yeah. Um. I was I was happy with it. Uh, it. But part of that is my my love of the Lord of the Rings lore and universe. So mm-hmm. I think that definitely helped. I definitely thought it was an underrated game when it came out. Yeah. Um. I would have liked it. Like my whole thing is the equipment management. If you could just swap characters while you're playing and equip them while you're playing, like yeah, I would have loved it. Absolutely loved it. But. Yeah. That's turns unfortunate. Out it, turns out I just liked it. See, I got lucky by playing with friends. Yeah, so I didn't have that's, that issue. At that's all. definitely the way to play it. And it was met. It was. I mean, they went in, or when it came out, that was their pitch was to play with with two other, you know, two friends. Yeah. So they never took into account that someone might be playing it by themselves. A couple of years after it came out, when yeah. nobody wanted to play. Yeah, because it, it was. It came out in like 2011, right? It came out next to Skyrim. That's, that's why right. I got forgotten. Oh. Oh, well, that's that'll right. do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to kill your game, release it with an Elder Scrolls game. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the the last game for my four in February, Just Cause Two, uh, which I really like so far. Good. Uh, it's 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 a lot like Far Cry. Reminds me of Far Cry and Saints Row mixed with a little Grand Theft Auto. It's a third. Per- it's like a third person Far Cry. Okay. I guess you could say. Um, I have no idea what's going on in the story. I don't really Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. No, it's it's just a fun <laughs> game to just go in the world and use all these vehicles and weapons and stuff. It took me a little while to figure out. Like I ran out of ammo. And I just didn't know how to get more ammo. Uh, but but the way you do that is you have a black market contact. So you have to call. Like I don't I don't know why I didn't know this. I probably I was just skipping like a lot of the cutscenes and stuff and the the tutorial stuff because I, I was like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it turns out it would have helped me. Yeah, you call your black market contact and they'll you, you have to buy it with money. Like uh, a pistol is like $20,000. $20, um, so so they'll drop it off for you and that's how you get more more ammo and stuff. Uh, but they're also your fast travel. You, you can, uh, your black market contact will, will come with a helicopter and pick you up and take you to wherever you want to go and you parachute out of it um, down to the ground. They charge you a fee? I don't think so. Uh, I know Tingle would if I he was there. Yeah, Tingle definitely <laughs> would. But the the problem I'm having is, uh, as you guys know, I get very distracted by doing side stuff. So for this game, I was just going to do the main story, but 
as it turns out, you have to do a certain amount of side stuff to unlock the story missions because you have to have a certain amount of chaos. So you oh, get you get chaos oh. points for blowing things up uh, and and, <laughs> and doing doing gotcha. doing doing side missions. So I have to do a certain amount of those to unlock all the story missions. Okay. So there's only seven story missions. I'm like halfway through the third one right now. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to finish. I'm going to try my hardest. I, I thought about throwing in the towel a little earlier today. But I was like, I'm, I'm the only one that's done it the two years in a row that we've done it. Oh, so yeah. I, ha- I have to finish. Keep them rolling, so I'm gonna. I think I'm going to just play and not sleep very much for the next, whatever, three three days. Three days. Yeah. Saturday is that all we have day. left? Yeah. Wow. Saturday is my last day. Am I potentially the only one that's going to have it done? We know Corey won't. Maybe. No, I don't think Corey will either. Unless he's, I don't know, he may surprise us. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's doing right now. Uh, working on his four in February. He he loaded his Hearthstone up and left it up, so we think he's playing Hearthstone. Yeah, and he's secretly playing his four in February. Gotcha. Wouldn't put it past him. No. Uh, but yeah, so far I like Far or Just Cause. Yeah, Far Cry. Uh, it's crashed a few times on me, which is also frustrating. But the world is huge too. Uh, that's another problem I'm having. Like the I was going to my next story mission, and uh, it was like a. 10 minute boat ride that I w- just drive riding as fast as I could in a boat to get to the next like Island. Uh, and it was like halfway in the Island to, to get there. So the, I'm shocked at how big the map is. Isn't the next one supposed to be a lot bigger too? I don't even know, but I can't imagine. I can't picture that. I'm pretty sure that I heard it is supposed to be bigger. Okay. Yeah. It's enormous. Um, but it's a, it's a fun game. So I've had a lot of, a lot of fun with, the. Uh, the, all the parachuting. I'm, I probably won't master all the controls. There's a lot of weird things you can do with it, but cool. It's a fun game. You nice. should you should give it a shot, Eric. You oh, I definitely like... want to at some point. Hopefully this yeah. this uh, summer would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really didn't like it at first. It took me a while to get used to the controls and stuff. Um, I'm I'm still like because it's kind of a shooter. I'm not good with con- like a controller with a shooter, but yeah. it's better for me for all the other stuff other than shooting to use a controller. So okay. I'm kind of in that weird limbo ne- nether world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's I'm amazed at how how big it is. Though it's cool. Cray cray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really hope I can finish. Always tickles my fancy when Dan uses the the lingo <laughs> of, the, of the youngsters. Cray cray. Hip lingo. Yeah. So that's all I got. What do you got, Will? Well, uh, I don't know if this counts as a beaten game, but I unlocked all the basic cards for Hearthstone. Is that what we said it was? As that, I think that's what it was. Text Corey for for yeah. clarification. I asked him. He said, "I don't really care. I have it beaten." Oh, okay, that's fine. If you that's 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 what I was going for. All right, we'll count it. Congrats! And I should say, I beat the order. I mean, oh yeah, so oh, did yeah. I. We didn't get our applause. <laughs> we beat well the done. order. Well done, fellas. Hey, Will, really I'm good job. A, Thank you. Great work. List. So I think I'm at like 16 games now. Beaten? Yeah, you're me, right up there. You're just... almost up to my total last year. 16. If we're counting Evolve, we didn't decide on that one. I put it on there. 16. Woo! Pumped. Wow. Look at you right up, just right off the starting line. You just bolted out to a lead. That's my goal, and I'm not going to give it up. I don't want Corey to beat me this year. It's not looking promising for him. No. <laughs> No, that's true. He he, got, he's just in that Hearthstone hole right now, and he just can't dig out. Well, I'm I'm the same way with my three games too. Uh, I just play them, but like I'm trying to beat games fast. That's what I've been trying to do. Like if I decide I want to play something, I'm trying to beat it as fast as possible so I can return to my big three. <laughs> I'm not willing to do that. No, no. 
I still have to get through my Xbox One games. Like, I have Dead Rising 3, Lords of the Fallen. I still have your Lords of the Fallen. Yeah, whenever I get to it. Thought about firing it up this week. Just didn't didn't materialize that way. That's how I was when I had it. I was like, I should really play it. Yeah. Just never did. You know, I was kind of thinking I might want to play it before um, Bloodborne comes out just to kind of get in that groove. That's a good idea. For that kind of game, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Definitely. It's another game that's holding my interest right now. Um. Yeah. Uh, I played, I think, 100 matches of Smash Brothers online. Uh, if I win, I'm really happy. If I lose, game sucks. <laughs> Basic- it's, like, it's like FIFA. Yeah, it's like every match, like my biggest complaint is every match has different latency because it's person to person. So like if one person's internet sucks, the match is going to suck. So like this is a very timing-based game because we've all played Smash Brothers like for combos and stuff like that. So if you're adjusting to different latencies every match, it's really hard to be fluid and good all mm-hmm. the time. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. So, like, I'll play somebody where, like, the connection's really bad, and, you know, if I win, like, good. But then, like, I'll quit the game and get into a, ga- a match that's not laggy at all, and, like, I'm so... My timing is just not off, and I'll get stomped by it. Um... Usually, like, what happens is if I lose my first stock, I usually somehow come back to win. But if I take the first person stock, I always end up losing. I don't know why that is. I'm a bad finisher when I'm in the lead. Hmm. But, yeah, I've just been really working on a bunch of different characters. I've noticed, like, if I don't beat somebody as his best character when I'm using my best, I usually end up winning most of the matches anyway because I think I'm better with more characters than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, Yoshi's my, my I, what I say is my main character. And it might not be better than somebody else's best character, but overall I'm better with more characters. Gotcha. I think. I play like 15 different characters at this point. Nice. Um, I watch that, that streamer on, yeah. on Twitch, Fow, or Foe, whatever it is, and I just, he plays a character, and I'm like, he's so good with him. I want to be good with him. And I just practice. Nice. That's what I did with Duck Hunt. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I can't wait to play you guys again. Ugh, I'm d- terrible that to begin with. sounds awful. <laughs> I just want to play somebody. It's still fun even when I'm getting whipped. I haven't played it since we played. Yeah, I haven't either. I was going to ask you guys, but I was waiting for 4 in February to be done. Yeah, I won't be playing it in the next three or four days anyway. Yeah, I was going to start asking you guys if you wanted to play quick online matches at some point. Yeah, let me know once March rolls around. Yeah. I'm probably going to get it for 3DS before too long, too. Yeah, I'll play on that, too. Yeah. That reminds me, I have to redeem my codes for that so I can get Mewtwo for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And I wish Rayman... Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, I listened back to last week's episode. I, that was really funny that you, you didn't know that that see, was a farce. See, I got on uh, Reddit, and that was the thing. And like everybody was like, oh, Rayman. And then I played Wind Waker, and I hadn't checked. Because Wind <laughs> Waker. You were just cons- so involved in uh, Wind, Wind Waker. Waker. And then I came here. I was like, guys, did you hear about Rayman? <laughs> yeah, the fake. Yeah, we heard it's not true, dummy. I was like, oh, and apparently Ubisoft said that was a fake and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, how did I not know this? Uh, Smash is, like, my favorite game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No idea. Uh, and the other thing is Heroes of the Storm. Probably going to be a new character coming out after PAX. Uh, they're doing a lot of Heroes of the Storm PAX stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they're doing. Uh, new map, too, I think. I want to show you an email I got. I can't tell if they're just trying to get me to buy that game or if I got into this closed beta. Yeah, show me. I will. I'll show you later. Uh, if you check your client, too, it'll just be download. Oh, Cause well, if I you, can just do that right now. Yeah, if you check it, because if, like, Dan, you have Battle.net. Uh, did you sign up for the beta? 
Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, you might have just randomly gotten in too. That yeah, happens. I gotta put. It, I, I haven't put it on my computer since I formatted the hard drive. So say like you didn't get in when you go to the Heroes of the Storm because it's on everybody's client now. It'll yeah. just say get Founders Pack. But if you're in, it'll say download for Eric. Okay. So that's how you'll know uh, if you got in. Awesome. I'm trying to get codes. I've been going to Polygon for it. But because so many people were, like, bots and getting codes, they made it so you had to get a piece of paper, draw their logo, and answer the question, and then upload it to Polygon. And that's way too involved for me. Yeah. And I don't really like Polygon all that much, so <laughs> I don't care enough. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I slowed down with getting codes. But uh, I'm going to try mm-hmm. so I can get some more people into it. I want to play with more people. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the fun of it, yep. I think. And I think that game, and maybe not now, like some people make crap on it now, but I think definitely in a few years the game's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's suffering right now from a lack of characters and ma- uh, maps, not really, but <laughs> Eric's in. I'm oh, in. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Nice. I'll play it with you. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Whenever you're ready, just let I'll, me know. I'll uh, I'll go home tonight and install it. Okay. I play every day. I try to get a, char- a different character to level 5 every day. How long does day. it take to install? It's probably not very big. 20 minutes, maybe. Oh. Yeah, Shit, no. maybe I'll play tonight. Yeah, just let me know. I'll walk you through it. It's pretty. It's really easy. It, you've, I mean, you've played. They do a tutorial, and it's even easier. I than, wouldn't say I played Dota. I was there. <laughs> clicking you, around like a fucking idiot. This has a really good tutorial, so you should be. Right. Um, so, yeah, I can I can show you the ropes, too. Okay. Uh, as I said, I play every night to try to get a character level 5, so I get everybody to level 5. Uh-huh. And they do character rotations, so I'm getting new people every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, I hope you like it. I think this might be the MOBA that you would like. If I'm actually anything. looking forward to Smite on Xbox One. That's another one I'm looking forward to. So. I, I'm going to start, uh, well, I should say, I'm going to try to start listening to an eSports podcast um, that I discovered, and I think they talk about Smite a lot. So Let me know what that is. I'm interested. I will. I want to listen to it. But other than that, I've just been playing those three religiously. Mm-hmm. Can't stop it. Gotcha. Uh, my next game, I'm probably going to do my yearly uh, beat of Diablo. Uh-huh. Probably beat Diablo. Diablo 3? Yeah, I'll probably beat Diablo a few times this year. I'm trying to figure out how to attack my March. God damn it, Will. My March <laughs> gaming. Probably Sorry. Monster Hunter. Yeah. I have to finish Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Um, you getting Codename Steam when it comes yes. out? Yes. Okay. I already pre-ordered it. You did? Yep. So I've got Codename Steam comes out the same week, I think, as Battlefield Hardline. Yeah, but Friday instead of yeah. Tuesday. Is that the... I think 12th? Battlefield comes out the 17th. Okay. Um, so they're right around the, the same day. Yeah, I think Codename seems the 12th. I don't... I might pass on that, like, at first, yeah. just because, like, I got Monster Hunter, I'm going to have Battlefield, mm-hmm. and then Bloodborne's coming out the week after, and it's so like, everything's right, going to take Everything back goes to the back. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, we're all going to have it, so you can definitely borrow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm probably going to hold off on Codename yeah. Steam. But uh, plus, I got the collector's edition of Bloodborne, nice. so it's a little bit more. But uh, this re- this reminds me because I, th- I think I might trade and stuff soon to get my new 3ds because I don't have any space on my 3ds currently, and I you know want to play more games like Codename Steam. Eric, let me borrow Majora's Mask. So how like I have to once I get it and I trade in my my 3ds, I have to call Nintendo to have them send my ID. No. No? No, if you do it right, you don't need to do that. Then I'll help you with it when you finally do it. I don't know okay. if you're still going to get $70 towards a new 3DS. I mean, I'm hoping to have a job soon. Gotcha. So I, have, I can get it. It'll be like a week or two. Three, maybe. Probably. Yeah. More like three. But four or five. Four or five. Eric's saying four or five. Maybe never. <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of stuff you to gotta trade You got to go in. through orientation. And... That sounds fun. 
All this shit. <laughs> okay. So five weeks, Dan. We'll shoot for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll help you. I, I I know how to do it now. Okay. After the fact. Okay. So, yeah. But other than that, I didn't play anything else. Okay. What about you, Eric? My you turn? Got? Your turn. I uh, played a little bit more Dying Light. I got past that part that I was frustrated in the last time, which was the Bolter mission where you have to get the sample off them. was still a little frustrated with it. But I saw one sitting there, and I snuck up on his ass and ran in and whacked him and grabbed a sample, and I died immediately mm-hmm. and thought that I didn't have it still. So I went back and then realized that I did have the sample, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. So I am now at a, the part where you have to go uh, save the doctor. Mm-hmm. So that's I, what I'm I doing. just played that part. Oh, you did? Yeah. Was it hard? Uh, No. Okay. No, not really. Because I, I looked at a walkthrough for it because I just, at this point, kind of want to beat it mm-hmm. and get it off my list to have it to trade in. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm, that's not, we're not even halfway through the story as far as the number of missions. Really? Yeah. I've put over 20 hours into that game four, so far. 14 story missions. Wow. And that's we're like, on eight or, or, no, not even. Six? Six, seven. Yeah, I think now we'll be on the seventh. Okay. So... Yeah, I just played that one this week. This uh, this week, cool. Uh, yeah, so Dying Light, still still enjoying that game. Um, I played a little more Super Mario Galaxy two for my four in February. I'm not gonna play Grim Fandango. I'm just not going to. Uh-huh. Um, but Super Mario Galaxy two, I'm liking a lot more. Oh good. Oh. Whew. So yeah, it's it's fun. I I don't know if I'm gonna beat it or not. I don't know how the rest of my week sets up for video games for the next three days. Um. But it, it's a fun game. It really is. It's. I, I'm glad that I've at least played where I've played of it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than the other ones that I've played with the, uh, the the gravity part where you're jumping from like little moon to little moon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Those games are just they're so well done. They nice. just always nail it. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say always because recently with like the new Wii U games, yeah. they're not great. Right. But. Yeah, I, I am enjoying Super Mario Galaxy 2. I like how you have your own little ship. The 3D Marios are all really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the main game that I've been playing this week, I like I said, I bought Pro Pro Evo Soccer 2015. Um, I bit the bullet finally. This is a game I have never purchased before, and I've always said that I was going to purchase. Uh, it was 30 bucks on sale on the Ultimate Game Sale for uh, Xbox Live, and I said, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to get it. And I'm so glad that I did because I love it. Nice. Um, I, I might even like it more than FIFA. Really? It's, it's more realistic than FIFA is, and I love that about it. It's not just about the speed of your players, which is pretty much all FIFA is, and it's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and FIFA has this weird thing where when you make a pass, it will like lock a guy onto the ball, even if there might be a better option. And if you take that better option, it just fucks everything up. We Jeff and I, when we play, we call it getting FIFA'd. Oh, okay. There's just these weird <laughs> little things that happen in the game, and it it's so annoying. Um, and I don't really find that happening in Pro Evo. And, in like, when you play a pass, I feel like the ball goes into the open space where you'd want it to go more often than it does in FIFA. Like if you're trying to lead a player. Right, right, right. Play a through ball. Um, like when, when a player goes on an angle where he can, is going to run behind the defender, mm-hmm. but you want the ball to be on the opposite side of the defender so they kind of meet each other in their path, mm-hmm. it is way better at that. Um, the an- passing games for EA is always pretty bad. The NHL has issues yeah, with it yeah. too. Another thing I love about it is it 
it's far. It makes a defensive midfielder, a holding midfielder, far more relevant than it does in FIFA. They're pretty much useless in FIFA because a lot of those guys are kind of slower, um, and they they just play a more defensive game. And FIFA is just not set up for that. It's like an arcade type of game, whereas this is more of a simulation. And having a good defensive midfielder is is key in this game. And I've I've found that I really enjoy using those players a lot. Which is not something you could ever say in a FIFA match. I don't feel like. Um, And and another thing that is kind of weird that I like this about this game is that it doesn't have licensing for the German League, the Bundesliga, or the English Premier League. It has those... I know it has the English teams in it, but they're not called what they actually are in real life. Like, Mm -hmm. Arsenal is called North London Red. Oh, okay. Um, And it has all the players in their names, and they look like them, but they don't use their names in the game. Like the announcers don't say the names. Mm-hmm. So it's forced me to play as a different team. So I'm playing as uh, PSG, which is a French team. And uh, it's, it's fun just using a different, a different team. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I've played a lot of it over the past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's distracted me from my four in February for sure. <laughs> if I hadn't bought that, there's a pretty good chance I would have beaten super Mario galaxy two by now. <laughs> But I just have not been able to pull myself away from it. And uh, there's been some pretty sweet, intense matches. And I like playing against a computer a lot more than I did on FIFA. It's way, way better. So I'm really, really enjoying it a lot. Nice. Do you think you'll make make a switch? I'll probably end up getting both every year now. Just because, like, FIFA is... I haven't tried any online stuff on Pro Evo, but I can't imagine it's as easy. yeah. You know, maybe oh. a little clunkier yeah. to get into. Um, I don't know that for sure. What if it What if it runs better online? Well, then then we might be talking. <laughs> but it's got to have a mode where I can play with my buddy Jeff. Gotcha. Because that's what I do on FIFA. It's right. pretty much the only thing I do on FIFA anymore is play co-op seasons with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as far as a single-player soccer game goes, I think I like Pro Evo better. Nice. Yeah. It's a blast. So... Really happy with that purchase. That was a steal for thirty bucks. So excellent. Yeah, that's all I played, Dan. Okay. Feedback time. Feedback yeah. time. Um, there's one in there that you don't. Well, never mind. You can read all of them. I didn't put any context as to what he was talking about. I'll just chime in okay. when it comes to it. Sounds good. You got it right. Yep, loading it up. All right. My uh, Microsoft Office on my tablet takes forever to load for some reason. Oh, does reason. it? Yeah. Still enjoying the tablet though. Oh, I I love it. I've pl- I played all Lord of the Rings, all of Dust on it, and I'm playing all of Just Cause so far on it. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. I want one. It's uh, it was a good investment with just with the game streaming stuff alone, uh, on top of it being a, a solid tablet. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, Ryan and Iowa, lots of hockey talk requests. Bummer about Kane, but now our captain Versteeg and Sharpie need to step up. Uh, he's talking about Patrick Kane. Uh, was it a shoulder injury? I don't know what happened to for him. The I Blackhawks? Can, I can look really quick. Yeah, he's supposed to be out for a while. He's uh, on long-term IR, which I think I read is at least 24 games. Okay. I can... Which is probably until the end of the season, right? That was my thought. Okay. Yeah. I also wanted to ask him what he thought on what happened because a lot of people are really upset with what uh, Petrovic did. They said he cross-checked him, but he did, but it was like a pause and then Kane fell. It looked like he didn't because he cross-checked 
hurt him. That's what right. a lot of people thought. I was, I'm interested to hear his thoughts because, you know, he's a Blackhawks fan. Right. But I didn't think it was intentional to try and hurt him or anything. And I didn't even think the cross-check caused it, but, you know. He had surgery to repair a left clavicle fracture. Ew. And he's out 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Wow. So wow. that'll take him, yeah, right. Probably into the postseason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the way things stand right now, the Hawks will probably have to play the Blues. That's a tough matchup to be with uh, without Kane for any of those games. You know? He's got sixty four points in sixty one games. Yeah, I think he's the league leader, right? Mm-hmm. Or close to it. Yeah, in well, points. Sagan was the league leader when Kulikov hurt him on the Panthers, and then Kane was the leader when. He got her against the Panthers. Oh, wow. Panthers are killers this I year. I don't want to play the Panthers now and have, <laughs> no. like, Philip Forsberg get hurt. Go down for the year. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Sharp, I've I've had uh, Patrick Sharp on my fantasy team for a few years now, and he has not done that well this year. No. Um, I don't know if he's, he's on his last last legs as a elite scorer. He's on his way out, too. Yeah, I think. Uh, they have their salary salary cap issues. Oh, uh, that's he's right. Got a big salary. Yeah, and you know they're not going to give up Taze or Kane or, or Keith or anybody like that. You know no. they'll give they'll give up a Sharp before they give up one of those other guys. Yeah, because uh, they figured they could just let him go or trade him even. Yeah, the deadline's coming. So yeah. maybe they won't now because of Kane. But oh yeah, because they're going to need they're going to need him to step up with the scoring. Might have just hurt their plans. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. That's Didn't a even point. think of that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on hockey? Not there's, for me. There's going to be a lot more coming. Come yeah. Playoff time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Playoffs. Man, I don't know if I can handle it. I don't either. <laughs> I'll be having it'll, it'll, my first heart attack. I'll, uh, I'll be rooting be for the for the Preds team. Thank you. I watched I every, that. I watched every Ranger Stanley Cup game alone. So. Oh God. So if you did, if you went down with a heart attack, you wouldn't have been resuscitated. Exactly. I would have rather have <laughs> croaked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at McHugh G on Twitter says, I just started listening to you guys. Love the show. Would like to say keep it up. And did you guys cover Alien Isolation? Can't wait to hear your guys' views on the Order 1886. I find that I can generally gauge a buy or pass hearing your opinions. Also, I subbed to you guys on YouTube, and I'm trying to find you on Twitch, but it's giving me no results. Big thanks to you guys. I can now add Tomb Raider Definitive Edition to my completed games list. Cheers, fellas. Uh, we have not covered Alien Isolation yet. Eric has it and is going to play it, right? Yes. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll get into that uh, right here at the end of February, early March, mm-hmm. before my games come out in the second half of March. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, we haven't covered that one. Uh, and that's that's a game that people like to watch stream, so maybe I'll stream it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's scary, so they like watching the, the streamer get, get freaked out. Oh, yeah. And Lord knows I will. <laughs> Uh, I find I can generally gauge a buyer pass from your guys' opinion. Uh, sub to you guys on YouTube, and I'm trying to find you on Twitch. Twitch has been having a lot of website issues lately, so that's probably why I couldn't find us. I know uh, someone li- su- sent you a link to Yeah, our, I sent him a link. Okay. Um, ho- hopefully it worked for you. Like I said, uh, Twitch has been having a lot of issues with with their chat being down and not being able to find streamers, and streamers not – like the audio is not working. I've, I've – I, it seems like every day I read on Twitch that their their uh, support team has fixed whatever issue that they were having. Yeah. So hopefully they get everything sorted and and, uh, and good. Also, sorry about the lack of YouTube content for in February. Kind of slow it down. I don't know how much Smash Brothers online videos people want to watch. So yeah, I've been putting all of our Twitch broadcasts up on, That's on right. YouTube. So okay, those usually go up. 
uh, because it takes so long for the videos to process, it usually takes like two days by, by the time. Well, it doesn't take that long for, but, but by the time, cause I have to put it up, I have to edit it. I have to change everything and upload it and, and it takes a while to process. And by the time I get back to it, it's like usually like two days later. So, but it, but they do go up. So our Twitch broadcasts and, and w- yeah, hopefully we can, uh, once March rolls around, we can start streaming more. Um, I can't really stream right now because it's frigid down here and I can't play <laughs> games down here for very long. I actually played Dying Light down here early in the morning. Oh, it was uh, Saturday into Sunday before we left for Buffalo because I only slept like three hours, Oof. which made the drive miserable. That will do it. <laughs> uh, and uh, by the time I went upstairs, I was like shivering from being so <laughs> cold down here. Break a blanket. Oh, I have a heater, uh, but I don't have, I, I need to run electricity to it. I sit with the blanket on my lap, Dan. Oh, it's it's awful in here. Uh, especially like you know now it's not too bad, but like first thing in the morning when it's been dark all night and and Negative. minus twenty, yeah, uh, it's it's really cold down here. So yeah, there was that one day where it was like minus eighteen. Yeah, just like oh, I didn't want to think about it. It's brutal. Uh so uh, thanks for thanks for joining the Thumbstick Athletes crew podcast crew. Yeah. <laughs> um. We look forward to hearing more feedback from you. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, Facebook. This is from Travis, who uh, in response to last week's question of the week. Dang, I forgot today was Thursday, so hopefully get this tonight. If not, that's okay, too. If I died and went to video game heaven, I think I, it would be Grand Theft Auto Five. You could do anything you wanted to do and more than likely get away with it. Rob banks, shoot people, drive like a crazy person, or whatever. But if you get caught, just give up a bit of cash and you're back out on the street in no time. I'd like to say, uh, though in real life, I'm not a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> just for clarification. Well, yeah, and that's the whole awesome thing about video games right. is you can do all that stuff in a game. And, you know, it, like I'm the most passive, easygoing person, but even I like to run some people down the sidewalk in a car. Every Why now and not? Then. You know, it's you can do it in a video game, you know. But, Dan, if you do it in a video game, you're going to end up doing it in real life. That's such. <laughs> I can't believe people actually like think that. Oh, I I can believe it, Dan. <laughs> See, I have people are out of control. I know. I agree. I, I haven't had much contact with the public, the Gen Pop lately. Because <laughs> I'm I, so jealous of I'm you. A, I'm a stay at home dad, and I rarely. It's winter, and I I never leave the house if I don't have to. So, the public uh, is uh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to say, though, in real life, I'm not a criminal. Oh, and also, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball or Rumble Roses would be pretty damn close to heaven as well. <laughs> Hell would probably be Dark Souls. I've been playing video games for 34 years and probably wouldn't last a day in that world. Hope you get this in time. I think I brought Dark Souls up you when did, we talked about that. You did, definitely. Uh, and that's a good one. That's a, such a depressing setting. Uh, but awesome at the same time oh, for, yeah. for a player sitting in the comfort of their own couch and playing. Yeah. That's a, it's a nice game. So. All right, uh, moving on. I have a question. This is a question I've been asking myself since Dragon Age came out. Which style of Western RPG do you guys like the best? Bioware style or Bethesda takes on it? I've had I've come to the conclusion while I really love each company, I think like Bioware's take I like Bioware's take on it the best. After thinking about it, to me, Bioware's RPGs feel like they have more soul. When you accomplish something in Mass Effect or Dragon Age, it feels like it actually has some kind of effect on the world and people that and the people that live in it. Bethesda's games, after you accomplish something, it feels like no one really notices it, and you just move on to the next quest. I really do like each company's games, though. I've put about 120 hours into Skyrim, 
and about 110 in Dragon Age. I also have another question for Corey. How long did you stay in the Hinterlands before moving on in Dragon Age? The, that first area is just so huge, and I think people get overwhelmed by it. If I could give one bit of advice so people wouldn't get burned out, it would be not to stay too long in the Hinterlands. Spent about 40 hours there before moving on, and while I didn't get burned out on the game, I feel like that is what happened to most people who did. Dave in Boston. Going to be a short show. Okay. The Dave in Boston oh, was... Oh, that's, that's not... who Was this from Travis then? Yes, that was still okay. from Travis. Okay. Yeah. So the Dave and Boston thing we'll we'll do in a second. Okay, we'll cover Travis's uh, Bioware Bethesda takes on the RPG. That's a great question. That is a great question. Uh, um, I think that's the that's the question for mine. It, for me, it's Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both those games are in like Bethesda games like Fallout are in my top five, and a Mass Effect is in my top five. So yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. Uh, see, I I think I like Fallout the Fallout games better than the Elder Scrolls games. Same here. Um, but I. I think I'm going to go Bioware on this one. Uh, Mass Effect was just such an important series to me, and I loved all those games. Uh, even the third one up until the ending, um, I absolutely loved. Uh, I think it was more... more Disappointment more, of the ending? More personal, yeah. I guess you could say. like I, oh. the, the characters that you form relationships and stuff with. Um, yeah, like Garrus is someone I would be best friends with in yeah. real life if he was a, an actual person. Can you name anybody from the Fallout games that you remember really standing out as a character? Uh, no. No. See, I'm sure there would be, if I really racked my brain, I could think of one. But See, but with the uh, Mass Effect games, I can instantly name off like almost every crew member from every game. Yeah, yeah. And even Dragon Age has, has really good characters too. So that, that's probably my preference. Um... I'm not taking anything away from Skyrim no, or Fallout yeah. or any of those games. Great games too, um, but but from a, a personal standpoint, I, for me, it would be the the Mass Effect specifically, but also Dragon Age, just yeah. because of the characters. I would have to agree with that. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and as you said, nothing to take away from that game. I mean, I'm as giddy about the new Fallout as anybody. Oh yeah, me too. But. Probably Mass Effect would be Bioware in general. Yeah. I haven't played the new Dragon Age. Haven't gotten to it yet. I want to win the beaten game, it's so a, I'll get to a, it later. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy. Uh, probably towards the end of the year when I get yeah. thirty, because that was Chris's bold prediction. I want to give him thirty games. Okay, you wanna? I wouldn't wait until the end of the year. Yeah, yeah you're you might, right. I would start that one in the summer. There's a lot coming out this year. Well, yeah. hopefully. So Eric, what what yeah. what about the uh, Bethesda games? Do you prefer uh, as opposed to the Bioware games? I don't know. I didn't get into Mass Effect as much as you guys did. Right. Uh, I'm not really into sci-fi. I for me, it's more the Elder Scrolls because I didn't really care for Fallout Three. Either. It would be Elder Scrolls versus Dragon Age for you in that. And you even could... with that, I didn't play Dragon Age Two. Right. And I played some of Dragon Age One and uh-huh. some of Inquisition. Right. Um, I don't know. I've always just loved the Elder Scrolls. Uh, Morrowind was the first RPG I got super into. Morrowind was awesome. Yeah, and Sky- I mean Skyrim was fantastic. It's yeah. one of my favorite games. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's hard to beat Skyrim for me. Uh-huh. But, I still got to get you set up with all the mods. Yeah, I you don't. Could, God, I didn't even know when I would get around to it. Yeah, because that's something you could really go down a rabbit hole and yeah, and, and putting all those mods on and I'm sure. experiencing new things. We should do that though. Yeah, just get it set up so when I'm ready. Yeah, because it won't take long, and I'll, right. sh- I'll show you how to do it. Uh, okay, Dave and Boston going to be a short show. That was in response to our posting that tonight was about the order. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> gotcha. Dave's a ball buster. Well, well played, Dave. Well played. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this is our email from Idaho Jake. Hey, guys, 4 in February is a no-go for me. I rented Grand Theft Auto Five for the PS4, and I really can't see the graphics being better, but the frame rate helps. But driving still sucks, and so does the aiming system. <laughs> okay, since there was no question of the week, I will have one for you guys. If you were to make one video game, uh, but you only had enough money for one artist to compose the music, what kind of game would it be, and what artist would you like to huh. compose it? Boy, that's a, a good, good one. one. Should we do that for next week? Should, we, should we make that our question of the week for next week? Yeah. Want to do that? We could do Since that. Since Corey's not here again? Yeah. To... <laughs> our question of the week, Master? Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll try to get him to post that. Yeah, we should definitely post it. Because I don't know it. how to do it. That's a good one. That is a good one. Soundtrack, okay. like Will said, uh, underrated part of video games. Oh, I definitely. Feel like. It'd be one of those things that if you took it out, everybody would be like, this game is missing something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I used to play the Ma- uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2 soundtracks like to fall asleep to. I have them downloaded. They're that's, great. That's how good they are. Um, but there's a lot of games that you could do that to. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the music from like the f- old Final Fantasy 6 is like iconic. Um, there's some really good video game music. Mm-hmm. So. Child of Light. Child of... I've got to listen to the it, Child of Light soundtrack again, but then it makes me want to play it. Yeah, that's what happened with me every now and again. I just... I bought it, so, like, I listen to it every now and again. Yeah, it's so, so good. So great. Yeah, good point. Okay. I think that's it for feedback, right? I believe that is. Sorry if I missed anything, as yeah. usual. Yeah, just <laughs> let us know, and we'll 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 plop it on to next week's feedback. Uh, so next week's episode, it will be either... Monster Hunter Four or Four in February recap. I'm, and and if we don't do that, I think I'm probably gonna buy Resident Evil Revelations Two, oh, okay. the first episode. So mm-hmm. maybe even mm-hmm. that, because it's only good. five bucks. And I'm interested. Yeah, I want. It, it's all gonna depend on if Corey if Corey's on next week because I you know he has Monster Hunter Four, so I want him to be on for the episode. So yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll find out from him. Uh, we should try and do three player multiplayer too. Yes. Also. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, to, to experience that before. Yeah. We wanted to give Monster Hunter plenty of time before we... Because, I mean, I I didn't... How the how long to beat for the main story isn't on there yet, but I know uh, Monster Hunter 3 is like 90 hours or something like that for the single player. because nobody's beaten it yet. That's probably what it is. Because <laughs> once you get balls deep into it, it's so long, like hundreds of hours. People so. are just still playing it. Yeah. So I honestly think we might want to give it two more weeks. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that and, and let you know for sure. Uh, if you want to find our Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash athletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, we need intros. Uh, you can do the, do so at 607-527-0547. You can also email us one if you want to just record it on whatever and, and email an intro. Just say, like, hey, this is so-and-so. You're listening to Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Like, we, uh, for a while, I think it was even before, like, episode 100, we were having people put intros in. So, uh, And then our email address is thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. So that's everything, I believe. Uh, that'll do it. Right? Yeah. No other thoughts. I think I'm all set, Dan. Okay. What? Did I forget something? No, I don't want to go ahead of Eric this time like last week. Oh, that's right. That'll do it for episode 188 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. 
And Corey. Corey's not here. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. <laughs>